It's the Hoosier Sophisticated Show. Question all the things that you know. Steve likes the weed. Steve likes the weed. Tell about DMT. The DMT. Hoosier Sophisticated Show. The Hoosier Sophisticated Show. Hoosiers with the drinks. Sophisticated blasphemy. It's the Hoosier Sophisticated Show. Question all the things that you know So let's set our minds free For the singularity It's the Hoosier Sophisticate Show The Hoosier Sophisticate Grab yourself a bottle of wine, place it nearby, so if it doesn't work, you have a backup plan. You can't control all the crazy shit that's going on in the world right now, but you can control your own breath. Start to relax everything in your body, starting at the top of your head, where your overpriced highlights are. Take a deep breath and set your intention, then say it out loud. I want to call my cousin later and tell her to stop posting those ho-ass Instagram photos. But in all seriousness, begin by treating yourself to an enjoyable and satisfying stretch. Go ahead, it's time to loosen up and stretch so you can reclaim your energy. That's right, stretch all over. And now, Please allow your entire body to settle and relax comfortably. If your legs or arms are crossed, please uncross them and settle yourself into whatever you're sitting or lying on. Take a nice big breath. Fill your lungs full. Breathe out to let go from deep inside. And simply follow your breath in and out, allowing each breath to refresh you on many levels. With your eyes closed or barely open, begin to shift your attention away from the world around you to your inner world of sensations and into your imagination. It will do you good. Take a big breath in and sigh it all the way out. Let your imagine take, imagination take you out into the woods 
for an adventure that will help you feel refreshed and so you can feel like yourself again. Fuck yeah! These woods are quite special and a place where you can escape and feel safe. It's your own private hideaway. And if you put big tall walls around it, some crazy hillbillies are going to climb it anyway. Don't worry about it. What are you going to do? Just be happy in your little woodland home. (laughs) Pretend as if you're there now. It's the perfect kind of day to be outside. The stench of B.O. wafts through the air as the unwashed march through the streets, complaining about everything in this world that is keeping them from being happy. It's gorgeous, the temperature feels great, and some wook just rubbed his dreads across your unwilling teeth. Overhead, the sky is a brilliant color, and somehow you find yourself wishing it will open up and dump rain just to get the filthy stench out of your nose. The sunlight surrounds you with healing light and highlights that the guy next to you hasn't brushed his teeth in weeks. Yet you're warmed through and through knowing that somehow you're a little bit better than them. (laughs) This is good. This is a good one. Where'd you find this meditation? I'm just ripping. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) It's awesome. The clouds form into all sorts of shapes and drift on by. Was that Ted Cruz in the clouds? No, it was the Zodiac Killer. You were close. And as the clouds come and go, your worries evaporate. Your mind clears like the depth and expanse of a open gentleman at an all-male club. The trees are magnificent. The woods brimming with life, gorged with blood. It smells delightful. (laughs) Imagine yourself walking along this path, taking a little time to yourself and noticing what it's like, how wide it is, what it's made of, how does it feel to be walking on it? Do you really have to worry about all of the other things that the world has going on around you? Sure, there's some clear and present danger, but you know, is that really a problem? Imagine yourself walking along this path. Take a little time to yourself. Notice what it's like. How wide it is. What it's made of. How does it feel to be walking on it? And with each step you take, notice how you feel more and more alive with a bounce in your step. It's hard not to grin. Walking feels effortless and invigorating like you're gliding upon a magic carpet. Walking along, your tiredness melts away, and more and more you notice feeling renewed and revived with boundless energy. It helps that you've canceled all of your social media accounts, except the one that you use to watch Who's Your Sophisticate. The reason that makes it easier is you don't have to worry about Uncle Jack spouting all of his brilliant ideas on how to fix the world. Sure, puts a little spring in your step, a little pep, if you will. It feels great to be here. Looking around, noticing your surroundings, there are sex pigs and gimps walking through the room. You hear the not-so-subtle crack of the whip and yelps of the 
willing masochist as they as they give shape to what is actually happening to us all figuratively all different shapes and sizes each one is inspiring in its own special way sure perhaps there's a rainbow of smiling wildflowers dancing in the light there's also probably a leprechaun fist and a <laughs> an Alice in Wonderland character in a dark dingy dungeon Notice the sounds that come and go. It's visceral. Perhaps you hear the sound of a gentle breeze rustling through the leaves. The songs of the birds. A slave with her eye level in the wrong place and her master reminding her with a firm, assertive, yet gentle and loving spank. The occasional bark of a dog. Who let that fucking thing in here? What other sounds do you notice? The sunlight streams through a beaming golden light that dapples through the branches above, casting shadows here and and there. The air tingles on your freshly whipped skin as it's raised. The sting reminds you that you're alive. Edging. Just moving towards the edge of ecstasy, hoping that soon enough you can leave this whole fucking circus behind. Take a few moments to continue down your path, walking along at a comfortable pace, maybe slightly limping, following your curiosity and losing yourself in the sounds, the smells, and the colors all around. Off in the distance, you see someone dressed as a pony Clopping around. His name's Rob. (laughs) People rush to get in line to get the master's used fists in their eager, willing mouths. Off in the distance, you start to pick up on the sound of tumbling water. But don't kid yourself, it's waterworks. People are being peed on now. Things have gotten weird. It sparks your curiosity as to where it's coming from. It may be a waterfall, more likely water sports. So you take off in a new direction, not sure what you'll find, and lo and behold, you discover a beautiful creek that is gurgling and chuckling by that's not a creek. The water cascades constantly over the rocks like a dance and the water's surface glimmers and glows. Being aware of the water as it streams on by, if you wish, you dip into the refreshing stream of piss, and it feels (laughs) exhilarating. You feel invigorated with energy, relishing each and every moment, hoping that you will be selected to be witness to the money shot. And you are reminded that this creek, this very creek, gradually flows into the gaping river of your soul that eventually joins the oceans of the earth. Back on your path again, notice how the canopy of trees is protecting you from the stink of others, the stink of lust in the air wafting about, comforting, and how the leaves whisper in the soft breeze and the sunlight sparkles through, bringing its warmth and wonder to everything it shines upon. And you drink in its beauty, an entire goblet full of it. 
soaking its magic into your heart of hearts. Now you become aware of the clearing up ahead, and as you enter, there is a hushed silence of a cult that feels as though maybe it's been discovered by the, pub by the public. You should keep this to yourself. This is not your secret to share. The clearing is carpeted in softness. It feels magical and enchanted. People are eager to hold you in their warm embrace, snuggle you into their bosom. Take some time to explore this special place. How large is it? What do you notice in the horizon? What is the air like? What sort of plant and animal life are present? But your attention is captured watching squirrels and rabbits engaging in some kind of interspecial orgy. Noticing the birds flying above like the dirty little voyeurs they are, hopping from place to place, singing their songs, praising the exhibitionism of the little vermin just running about the woodland forest and noticing all the other wildlife at work and at play. From this extraordinary space, you begin feeling lighter and more free and easy, feeling the surge of life pulsing through you in the ejaculate of 12 to 13 yes. men, yes. replenishing your energy. Each time you breathe, you can tell you are being completely restored from deep inside. <laughs> from an unending and powerful source of energy and vitality. And you feel your energy and enthusiasm pouring back to you to continue on with courage, a willingness to trust your masters, knowing you can handle far more than what that little asterisk has let you believe your entire life. You can handle what's up ahead of you. Sure, we're all going to be wandering a desert wasteland and bondage gear and fighting over drops of water. Sure, that's coming. But you get to decide whether or not that's a positive thing or a negative thing. You get to decide whether you're going to embrace Thunderdome or not. Having come full circle now, it's time to come back from your woodland walk. Noticing how your energy and resourcefulness is moving about your loins with an aggressive circular motion. I want you to harness that energy and put it into everything you choose today. Whenever you're ready, you can begin to stretch and move, feeling full of life, alert and ready for whatever comes next.
What's up, motherfuckers? <laughs> Professor Devil Dick in the house. In the house. Time to learn you something today. Ooh, how about that meditation, pal? You feeling? My favorite one of all time. You feeling good? Is our microphone feeling on? Yeah, yeah I think that's what we're doing. I am feeling great, bud. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm today. fired up after that. The creek, the warm creek of power. The, you piss. gotta go to every now and then. But you gotta power. go to the warm creek of power. What's the difference? It's all water. Nothing. It's all water. It's just one of them's filtered a little differently. Moisture. Yeah. You want it filtered all... by kidneys, or you want Look, it filtered by? I, I'm done being rocks. tame around here. I'm done being tame. All right. It's time we start letting motherfuckers know. What we do. Put a little whiskey in your water. I got a little whiskey in my water, a little sugar in your tea. Okay. Uh, Good morning, everybody. What's the chat line looking like? Uh, Good morning. Uh, Titty, 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 titty. You nasty. This is the wildest ride. Oh, my God. People being peed on. Look, I just I just find the meditations online. Take it up with the authors. Okay. Right. I saw him reading it. You want to go to the woods? You go to the woods, pal. <laughs> oh, wow. I got my journal today. I'm feeling good. pretty good. good. Um, good do you good. have any more Kush Coach uh, stickers? What no, they're mean? around here. I, I love the coach. I love the old Kush Coach. Oh, I love Kush Coach. I love the Kush Coach, but Where's the I stickers? did punch all of his stickers in the face. And oh, well. <laughs> Remember that? was. Sometimes you got to. Uh, anything decent happened yesterday after the show? Pretty tame. Pretty tame day. Uh, buddy. Well, I think we got a fucking big old projector out in the uh, yeah, uh, in the front lobby of Sweet Leaf Emporium here in Festus, and uh, I, you know, I don't know. A few weeks ago, I said, "Buddy, there's gonna be blood in the streets." <laughs> I know. There's I gonna go, be blood in the streets. I don't know. No, no. I don't. I don't want to believe it, but I go, "Fuck." Guys usually write about shit like this. He's oh, God. Should we start panicking now? Um, stuff like this. At least 80% of the time. I can, I, I can tell you what I, what I base my bets on. You know? I can tell you. I can tell you, pal. Coach, coach. Um, what did you base on? Uh, I base my bets on who, who is feeling. Well, here's the thing. I, I felt like no matter who won, something crazy is going to happen. Uh, the diff- what changes is the venue, right? The venue changes. Where what is getting destroyed is what changes based on what side of the uh, political spectrum uh, was going to win this thing. Can we talk about Buffalo guy for a second? We can talk about Buffalo guy. We can talk about uh, what's the deal with that? How are they getting in Congress? Ah, fuck, whatever. Let them, it's, it's ours. It's ours. Fuck them. That's how. That's how. It's mine. Fuck you. I'm going. I'm going to con- I'm going to Congress. Yeah, but I mean, I fucking join. All right. I guess. No, for real. That's where I'm at. Uh, <laughs> I guess. I'm at. I don't know, man. Uh, my, my thing is, is well, you want to talk about revolution? What's your fucking, what's your solution? What's your solution, Jack? <laughs> to, to the revolution? You say you got a solution. Well, you, you know, say you got we'd all love to hear the plan. We'd all love to hear the plan. Well, you know, we all want to change the world. We all want to change gonna the world. We're going to play that today. Um, so it's the uh, it's the title play. to our title to our uh, show today. Seriously? Well, you know, we'd all love to see the plan. Oh, you dude, you are the dude. You're the dude. I, I don't give we're you having any fun credit. today, pal. I don't give you any credit ever. I never will. I, that's I all right. I I'm not going to give you credit. Today what keeps you working, pal. Today, you give me a little credit today. No, but I'm no. going to tell okay. you, you're close. Right on. I'm, you're I'm, I'm close. on the precipice. You're getting there. I'm on the precipice of getting the goods. That that, that ties into something else. Uh, you know. 
challenging each other um, to be better. I love that. But also, I, I had a question last night. Is violence necessary? Because mm. I'm, I'm more... Will O'Donnell had a great little live yesterday where he... he He's a he's, no, he's a mili- he's a military guy. He's, he's a deep thinker. Great. He's a deep thinker. If you don't follow his lives yeah. from whatever parking lot he's in, he has the Willie Thrilly Comedy Hour. He's the best. And he's not really trying to like. It's not like he's doing bits really. It's just, he's doing he's, what we do. He's getting the poison out. <laughs> it's so good. You got to get the poison out, pal. Will O'Donnell. Follow him on Facebook. I think it's his personal page, so it might yeah, be That's all right. Weird. He might have a comedy page, yeah, he'll too. Be into it. He'll be in it. He seems like the kind of guy that ain't really trying to hide behind it, you know? Uh, uh, <laughs> anyway. He's the funniest dude. Dude, I love... Going, I think, right now. Dude. I love Outrage. I love... <laughs> that's what I was watching last night. I was watching all of... <laughs> fucking Outrage, dude. My, the, the wildest thing about it, and we're going to get into Crystal Talk today, lighten things up a little bit. I did a bunch of Crystal research last night, so I'm going to get you into all the talk, Crystal stuff. Talk fucking... <laughs> Talk Rocky to me, bud. We're, we're, we started out as about 70-30 split, guys men, to men girls. Men and women. Now we're 60-40? 60 <laughs> 60-40. 55-45? Yeah. Right we're getting closer. It's it's edging to that precipice every every day. Um, but I'll know. leave all the fucking guys behind. I don't give a shit. Well, we're going to... No, yeah, girls no, are no. easy to impress. No, no. Yeah. I, meant, I meant yes. That's, yeah. I don't know why my body was yeah. doing that. Like, no, like... No, that's a terrible idea, Greg. No. Yes. I'm, I'm with you. Yes, no. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> Sometimes I just do this. I'm excited for March 1st. I don't, what's March 1st? Oh, the big, big World Series, baby! Oh. The oh. World Series of Weed! World Series of Weed. Uh, automatic, uh, are there things that they can be disqualified for? Uh, not being cool. Yeah, uh, being in Been your dork. I won't. I won't do it. I'm not going to. Um, I'm not going to throw bombs. The world's already on yeah, fire. Do I don't need. I, to I don't throw know. Bombs. We're having fun today. If you're, you're having fun, you're, have you're some automatically fun with disqualified if you have a 401k and say uh, any kind of slang. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Um, <laughs> March first, we're going to get everybody in the state growing. Um, I think we should open it up and anybody just tell anybody outside the state uh, you're responsible for getting your weed in the state if you want to participate. No, no, no. I want to find out who's the, oh, best, who's the grower best grower in Missouri. Missouri. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Uh, obviously, the per- person who wins the Missouri is going to beat be everybody in else yeah. in the, in the sure. world. So sure. I'm not too worried You're about right. that. You're right. Um, You're right. But I just, the one thing that I just know is mm-hmm. St. Louis is, is grows better cannabis than anyone else in the state. I said it last night on Weed Weather and whatever. Sure, naturally. Um, oh, well, weed- I, I, you said something that was uh, it, the, my favorite play on words ever. Really? What was it? You think we forgot Dankinger? Don Dankinger? Dankinger. You think I forgot about that? No, I didn't. Guess what? I didn't forget about it. I was fucking one years old, and it's bred into me, buddy. I've seen the poster. Todd Worrell had the goddamn ball in his glove, pal. I've seen the still frame on the I got it tattooed on my scrotum. And you have to like pull it out. You got to pull it out it. just to get a good look at it. Uh, that way, whenever I do meet Don Dinkinger, I say, Dude, "What do you think is, now, Don. bud? Here Make the is, call, Don. pal. Make the call." He's like, damn, he was safe. He was safe. <laughs> no one's ever really put it to me like that before. So what we're gonna do here? The World Series of Weed. I like the I like the way this one's gonna be set up a little better. Me too. It's different. You can bring up probably up to three three cultivars. Your three best. Yeah, we're and not. They're like your starting pitch. Not everybody's getting the same genetics. The no, goal here you do your is own, for baby. you 
you weed experts out there to say, all right, here's the deal. This is my fucking, this is my three hitter. This is my Albert Pujols. I'm putting him up against your number one, your ace. It's kind of like an NBA jam type situation, you know what I mean, where you have the options to pick different players and you pick the 100%. two. 100%. You can two, swap them in and out every round. And then you'll be single battles against people. Yeah. And we'll have the judging. We also have a – we should have a, a, a testing agency on board, which is could be we, big we fucking we news. We do, because, and we're going to be able to – Give the entire plant profile. We're going to be able to break down the end. Ever my, my drink. I left it in the car. I'll go get it. I will. Okay. I'm going to wait for a good moment. Okay. Good. So the World Series are weird. We want to. We love sport. We were bred in sport. We're St. Louis guys. We're sports nuts. Okay. Mm. What we want to do with this World Series of weed is find out who grows. What grower who's been talking all the shit mm. comes to the table and says, "Here, look at these this two nuts. Mine. They're better than everybody else's." This, this is, is Randy mine. Johnson and Kurt Beat Schilling. It. What are you gonna do? This is I call it the eliminator. If you can hit it, you can fucking name it. There you go. Nice. Um, so <laughs> that's how we're gonna figure out who's the best in St. Uh, in Missouri. But it's obviously St. Louis. We're gonna that region will probably just blow every other region away. I did like my thought about uh, someone said no. The Ozarks grows the best weed. Okay. Uh, and I was like, oh, is that where they inbred the plants over and over and over again? Where those inbred? Oh, come on, because that's easy, right? That's just an easy thing. It's an easy it's joke. Just, it's an easy thing. Oh, to say. Is that, with no pro football team. <laughs> <laughs> is that what someone said? <laughs> Football's still a thing. Had, uh, nobody's watching. Man, you ain't got something that uh, people get CTE and kill their whole family, shoot yeah, themselves in the man, chest? that's stupid. I want to see grown men give each other brain Your city damage. hasn't been fleeced for billions of dollars man, twice, dude? Yeah, they didn't build a billionaire stadium? I man, wouldn't watch football. Stupid. Dude, I fucking... Mm, it was my life, bud. It was my life. Why I love XFL football is a better product. It's a better game. Far better. It was a better game. Far I still better. watch collegiate Arena football. Arena football is better. I still watch collegiate football. I wouldn't watch the NFL. I promise you, if you put fucking thousand dollars in front of me, I would not watch a fucking NFL game. <coughs> well, that's just. Silly. I wouldn't do it. We're poor. I don't we care. Use that. I'm a principled man. <coughs> I could give literally less than two fucks about pro football, and it's a sad deal because football was my life. It really was. But the way that the NFL has handled themselves, I, I more than anything. Uh, I, I, I fucking I, I feel bad for anybody that lives in an NFL city that hasn't been fucking subject to what fucking Oakland's gone through, San Diego's gone through, St. Louis has gone through. Oakland's gone through it twice. Uh, it's it's fucking care. it's well, and I, I wouldn't either. Straight up, I yeah, wouldn't I it, it, as long as my world didn't change. As long as, as uh, you know, hey, look, if if, if if the St. Louis Cardinals were still on my TV every day, yeah. I wouldn't give a fuck. And the Rams but did I, it. <laughs> but when you start to take, first off, they were losing me before they took the Rams out of there. Yeah, the when they Rams started, when they the covered pinnacle. up Ray Rice, when they covered up that whole thing, oh, when they covered bud. up like when every they fucking rapist up, and Mer Anthony fucking uh, uh, Hernandez, fuck, like every fucking crime that they Oh, yeah, Ray up, Rice was the left He's the guy. one that fucking knocked his oh, fucking wife out. and Covered the whole thing up. God. This is what the NFL Until is. Until the video and then, came out. And then let's go a step further. Him Football's family. I could fucking, I would never fucking give you a dollar or a second of my time. He's dragging that broad out of the elevator. Drug her out of the elevator. Get her the fuck out of here. 
And Roger Goodell's like, oh, we didn't know anything. We didn't know, we didn't know anything. Oh, really? Because you had the video yeah, eight months video. ago, bud. One of my favorite things is, too. You had the video eight months ago. <laughs> favorite thing. When the Patriots. and murderers. <laughs> oh, and by the way, we fucking subsidize billionaire playthings. Yeah. I'm going to fucking Let me support that. I, honest to God, I, I didn't know. I had a fucking, I was, was it 2015 when it all came down? I kind of had a moment where I was like, you, like it broke my heart. Because I, I, it was something I wanted to share with my kid. But then, like, as I removed myself from it, I'm like, huh, my kid's never, like, he'll never know this game. If he wants to, fine. I'm going to find a better way for him to fucking, to play it. The, the, the premier, the pinnacle of sport, of that sport, is run by the worst people on the planet. And they don't let anybody good in. So, I don't, and the Hunt family in Kansas City, they're like, oh, uh, I I love my Kansas City people. I grew up a Chiefs fan before St. Louis. uh, One million percent. When the Cardinals left, before the Rams came. Derek Thomas was the most beastly dude of all time to me. The Kansas City Chiefs, Christian Okoye was my fucking Idol. I wanted to be Derek Thomas my whole life. Neil Smith was my fucking guy. Neil Smith played with a broken arm. My favorite football player of all time, Joe Montana, gets traded to the Chiefs in 93. It was my first direction. My first direction, pal. I was at fucking eight years old. I six foot hard on with a cheeseburger on the end of it. What's this thing? What is this thing? Joe Montana's in the Chiefs. We're getting Marcus Allen too? Dude, oh my I, God, they had dude, a team. I fucking, well, Elvis yeah. Pro- The problem is, is they had fucking Marty Schottenheimer who couldn't fucking play call. I, dude, I, I, dude, I'll, dude, I would run the Hillsborough fucking high school's fucking offensive Don't, don't talk about Marty Against like fucking Marty Schottenheimer. I wouldn't, anyway, I just want to, I want to give some frame of reference here. I love the Chiefs. I love. When the Rams left, I, and, and I also don't I love the them, people who love the Chiefs. I also too. don't expect them to know why we're so jaded. I don't expect them to know that they had St. Louis spend almost $20 million on stadium stadium plans that never had a chance. On people jet skiing and 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 skiing down the Mississippi at the real waterfront. And the drawings had people It was going to be the fucking best. You want to know what the fucking better part about that is? Is uh, I am going to, when the fucking, when the federal courts rule in St. Louis's favor (laughs) and it costs the fucking NFL billions of dollars what are we gonna do with that money i'm gonna go beat off on the steps as it's happening it's gonna be I'm which one get, which uh, steps uh, our courthouse steps oh i thought you meant just like at your house oh my my house too <laughs> yeah, okay on the way. Uh, i wouldn't i wouldn't watch pro football fucking if you paid me to do it I will you watch the super bowl haven't i haven't since they left did we do a super bowl party one year like if we did, I didn't watch a fucking snap. That's usually what happens with the Super Bowl. People are more. Uh, I've become that middle-aged gal who comes with her husband to my dad's Super Bowl parties when I was a kid, and they just didn't care about the game. But when commercials were on, you better shut the fuck up. Like that was their whole yeah. deal. Like the game didn't matter even to Dude, anyone. And really. it did to me. The game only. The well, game was the only thing that mattered. I'm not talking about just pro football. Sure. I'm talking about football. Football was the only thing that mattered to me for half of my life. That's the only crazy. thing. And whatever came in, and f- blame it on a uh, uh, a series of events that actually reminded me what it was to be human. That like I just and look, I also I understand why Kansas City is they've always had great fans uh, uh, when it comes to football, baseball, whatever. They've had they've great, it's a great sports town. Oh no, I've been to the Royals games, dude. Springfield, no Springfield made it real Royals hard. Games. Actually, living in Springfield made me kind of let my fucking Chiefs fandom go. Because they were really? just so insufferable. They were just they were just insufferable fans down there. Um, and uh, anyway, but that's that, that's neither here nor there. Uh, my point is is like I 
when when Kansas City people were like, oh, it's okay. You can just be honorary Chiefs fans now. Let me tell you something. I would root. Now? Here? I would root for Saddam Hussein before I rooted for the Hunt family. When they did their fucking little dog and pony show about voting to allow oh, St. Louis to relocate. Yeah. The NFL, all the owners said, no, you're not going to take this team out of St. Louis, who, by the way, packed the fucking stadium every year for a 2-14 and 14 product, bud. Year in, year out. No desire to fucking win. No desire. No, we're not going to take – voted 5-1. to one. Six owners. 5-1. to one. Who was the one? Fucking Lamar Hunt. Fuck Clark Hunt. Fuck you. Lamar Fuck Hunt's you. Place, Fuck yeah. everything that you fucking stand for. You're a piece of garbage. And he thought that he – and he did that on the understanding that – he was going to own Missouri if he did that. Oh, yeah. I'll go fucking root for the Colts, it's the same jack thing off. Dispensary I'll go fucking root for the Tennessee, really the Tennessee Titans. I'll never root for the Tennessee But I won't root for fucking anybody because I'm not going to watch your dog shit. Does, if they come back tomorrow, I'm not fucking Does watching. it get better without uh, with littler pads and no helmets? Yeah. Well, does the game get better? I don't know. Do you start watching no, it again? I, no, no. No. That's not that's not what I draw my line okay. on. The game is great. Matter of fact, I, I think that they started to make it worse in the early 2000s when they focused entirely on offense. I don't want to see... The, the Rams found a way to be the greatest show on turf that was the when you could still knock ever. someone's fucking head off. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm not I'm not impressed by Drew Brees' fucking passing yards. Gotcha. I'm not impressed by all of Can't hit anybody. Yeah. You, can't, you, you can be a receiver. You can walk across the middle. Fuck you. The game I played, I would decapitate you. And if yeah. I didn't decapitate you, I'd be upset I didn't decapitate you. And your and coaches would be mad at you it's that like, you didn't decapitate you. People are, like, outraged about CTE or whatever. Not me. These guys, most most of the ones that are being honest, they they're like, "Hey, I'm getting paid fifty million dollars for a shorter life. I'm going to take care of my family." Well, that's we've that's seen a couple. Trade. We've that's seen a trade, couple Jack. guys play two years and go, "I'm out." Good. Rams had one. He yeah. decided to become a farmer yeah, yeah. In, in West Virginia. <laughs> and uh, the the Falcons, that dude from the Falcons was the first guy. Good for him. Yeah, totally. Get man. your fucking get your money. Get on out of there. You can give him a fucking couple years. Yeah. And you know what? The thing is, is in those couple years, he could have done significant damage to his body. No doubt, dude. They're 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 cars. What's the lifespan of a, of a running? We talk back? about. I mean, maybe maybe the you know the best all around athletes are maybe NBA players, but maybe just because it's a it's a it's a tougher. That a was defensive and in the NFL now. <clears throat> that's or what I'm a, getting at. A, a linebacker. Most of the guys, but that's what I'm saying. Those guys, a lot of times, two sport athletes were also basketball players. Tony yeah. Gonzalez, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, the guys yeah. like yeah, that, Antonio Gates. Went. Uh, those guys, Tight Justin, ends. Justin yeah. Gage, like yeah. they're typically, you know, split outs, fucking uh, defensive end, tight ends. They're very athletic. They dudes. can run four or five, and they're two fifty for six, the most. Four. Dude, Brandon Jacobs, when he was playing for the Giants, was like six It'll six two sixty five playing tailback. Well, pardon. He was like 6'6", 265, playing tailback. Where is this at? Brandon Jacobs, playing for the Giants. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, and yeah. it was like him, yeah, and then yeah. you'd have like the little, little fucking, Thunder uh, and Lightning. Was that Thunder yeah, and Lightning? Yep, yep. Yeah. Little, uh, uh, Tiki Barber? Tiki Barber. Yeah. Or no. Rondé? No, no, Rondé was in Tampa Bay. He was the defensive back. Was it not? the? It was Tiki. It was Tiki, okay. yeah. So, anyway, my point is, I would never root for Clark Hunt or, or, or any of his fucking kids. Uh, 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 fucking, I, I, I wouldn't. And I, I, I'll, I'll go to Kansas City. I'll spend my money and power and light. I'll do anything. I won't give that fucking avenue a dollar of my money. And I have my reasons. A, the game was losing my interest long before St. Louis left. When they did that, though, so they voted. I got to get my drink. They, please do. They voted 5-1 to one to keep, keep the Rams in St. Louis. They then <laughs> decided to have a second meeting because they didn't get the results they want. And basically, Kroenke said, 
I'll sue all your fucking balls off if you don't let me move my team. Well, then everybody's tone changed, uh, and next thing you know, the Rams are in St. Louis. I hope the stadium collapses, if we're being honest. Uh, I hope uh, – I, I wish nothing but the worst on the Kroenke family. My my uh, patronage to Walmart and everything has, has – uh, like, it's it's a whole principle thing. I got no, I don't I don't hate on you for for watching football, but the watching how they do business uh, and then get, being on the other side of that, I do nothing but root against them, uh, and I think it's a dying brand. I'll fuck it, oh, I, dude. I told you, million. I told you right away. I am Craig Kohler, not hockey guy. Don't give a fuck about hockey. Never gave a fuck about hockey. Growing up in St. Louis, it's hard not to give a fuck about hockey. Oh, dude. Because it's a blues town. Especially in South City. It's a blues town, dude. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, it, it was a bit like my dad just, my, I remember my dad saying, you know, the fucking, you know, same way with the with Carbon Baseball. He's like, ah, oh, the fucking Ledugers, they fucking, they ruined it for all of us. It used to be when a time when you could go. When we the Keel Center. Yeah, it used to be a time you could go vibe. and catch a game. You could go catch a game for a reasonable price, have a good time, get tie on a good drunk, get home. He's like, as soon as these people and started coming in, and it was rowdy, bud. Five figures on season tickets. Like, get on. It's giving me goosebumps talking about it. So, when they left, I said, fuck it. I'm a St. Louis guy. I'm a Blues fan now. I'm a Blues fan now. Everything I was going to give to the NFL, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it to the NHL now. Go, 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 I picked go, go. a fucking good time to do it. You did. The Blues have always been in contention. My whole <laughs> life they were in the playoffs. <coughs> oh, My yeah. whole life they were in the playoffs. Yeah, it we, wasn't we, until I lived held in Springfield. A there was, for a while. Right, yeah, it wasn't until I was in Springfield that like they had a couple of down years. They yeah. didn't make it. But we always had a stud. Oh, We've always had, and like, dude, a couple years ago, being able to do that with you was a fucking blast. Like it was being able the to best be thing being ever. able to get the Hoosiers together at uh uh you know, at Truman's and fucking, you know, be able to do all, like it was an absolute blast. Oh yeah, having to go um, through that with my dad was also one of the. It's easy to support a winner, world, you know. Dude. It's easy to support a winner. Uh, I'm, a, I'm, you know, whatever. Uh, we're, we're, I, we're, here's, here's where I'm living on all that. I despise football now. Yeah. Maybe despise is too strong of a word. I, I despise it. I was not. I loved basketball, uh, soccer. Baseball, hockey, you name it. I was pretty much into it. Football, I never understood. Hmm. Till 12, 11, 12, till I was like, oh, shit. You start playing Madden more, and so you understand, you understand like, the oh, game four, three defense. You got three guys on the line, or, you know, uh, four guys on the line, three. I think this could, yeah, this can be applied to almost any oh, sport, too. Oh, yeah. fuck. Once, once I started to learn the subtle nuances of football, yeah. I was like, oh, fuck. Fuck me, man. That's a battle. We grew up in the uh, sports center era where the top ten, mm -hmm. if you could blow somebody's fucking helmet off oh, their yeah. head, you're number one. You might be the number one. I didn't even I never cared to even score touchdowns, dude. I did not care. Like I just wanted the, to There was a type of person who yeah. played football yeah. who wasn't really even into sport. They were into contact. They were like, where do I go get to fucking break somebody? Collision. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Where do I get to do that? So that's always the interesting about uh, interesting thing about football. Well, there's nothing else that really allows you no. to move at that kind of speed. All the other sports, you have some sort of nuance. You can't really fucking take someone mm -hmm. out. If you're looking for a combat sport, you're probably gonna wrestle. Yeah. You're probably gonna you know, you're gonna fall into one of different type of game. Of yeah, different. And if you're type, fast yeah. and kinda athletic and they fucking say, Oh, I'm gonna strap these pads on you. Fucking slap your ass and set you off like a fucking rocket, baby. Yeah. That's the deal. And when you're when you're fucking twelve to eighteen, 
as a male, you kind of want to go through that shit. You're like, oh, God, let's fucking hit somebody. We'd get drunk and wrestle all the time at parties and just like, you know, <laughs> shit would happen. Um, Ron Dane and Tiki Barber were Thunder and Lightning. So that's yeah, somebody else I was saying. Brandon Jacobs. Um, I remember Brandon Jacobs, though. Um, but here's where I'm living on that. How big was I, he? 6'4", 264. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so we went through the uh, – that that guy gets to the secondary guy. And the little guy that was in the backfield with him was Ahmad Bradshaw. Oh, okay. So, okay. Yeah. So in 99, uh, I'm 17, I guess, 16. So we, yeah. Mm. We see one of the most – amazing things that has mm. ever happened in sport. Disney will make a movie about it eventually. Mike or, March redefined the entire game. Where a, a set of things happened, a coach who is unlike anything that has ever seen. And, <sighs> like, every other coach that I'd ever seen was Mike Ditka and Don Shula and uh, of the fucking, the, the guy who wore Vince Lombardi. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what the hell's the matter with you, you fucking idiot? You know what I mean? Like, hard. Football coaches were and Vermeil. If I played all the other sports, I was like, "Fucking football coaches, nuts, dude!" But that's how you get people to fucking. You ain't got the other. testicular fortitude. Then you see Vermeil, and I'm like, "This is my guy here. He's hugging guys, he's crying, and he's asking crying him about his family. He's crying because because one of the guys on his team just had a baby, and it was the most beautiful thing he had seen in yeah. his life." Yeah, I'm like, "This guy's for real." And he had won a Super Bowl in, with the Eagles with the Eagles mm-hmm. before, so I'm like, "This." Guy's got some fucking. Greg Kinnear played a great Dick Vermeil in the movie Invincible. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That is. Yep. That's a great movie. Um, so then we get March. We get a mad scientist who's rewriting the books. So we experienced something in St. Louis that was fucking wild. Okay, mm. a movie esque. And then they're like, oh, we kind of get shitty after you know, oh one, oh two. We had a couple of good years, and then it starts slipping off. And St. Louisans are kind of like, oh. And I remember going to Mizzou and. People were like, fuck the Chiefs, oh, fuck, fuck the Rams, all that shit. Well, it was a good time. They were there for a while, man. The Chiefs and the uh, Rams had really fun teams to watch at the, at the same time. Oh, yeah, Priest should. Holmes came about yeah. with, the, with the Chiefs. Like They were Dante finally putting Hall together a little fucking squad. They were a fun team to watch. I, what I And Mizzou was getting good, too. Yeah, They were ramping up, which never happened in Two my in life. Two in the nation. <clears throat> we were happy to get Two eight in the nation. Eight. We were happy. We were fucking one we been, for yeah, fucking second. Yeah. Oh, um, that one hurt. That hurt See, that's that that's hurt, the that shit. People don't understand. People, <laughs> nope. Anybody that doesn't live in Missouri that didn't grow up a true son, they'll never understand. They'll Kicks never understand. in the end zone. Dude, my, downs. no team, no, no team, no organization, no anything has ever been what fucking Mizzou is. I, I don't want to hear about I the know. Cleveland Browns, the Detroit Lions. I don't want to hear about any yeah. of that shit. The fucking Mizzou Tigers. It's been tough. It's Buddy, been tough. here's the deal. You know, another reason why I stopped watching sports, I've talked about this before. My dad was my connection to sports. I ju- that was how I wanted to spend time with my dad. And I just can't enjoy it without him just fucking yeah. being there and be like, oh, these fucking... <laughs> They're gonna blow it, guys. I, like, th- my dad was that guy. Everybody's like, <laughs> did it. He's like, I'll throw fifty dollars down. My dad was the fucking dude from the Indians. He's, he's uh, fucking uh, Randy Quaid from, yeah. from the from the Indians uh, in the major league. He, he's These like, guys. I got fifty bucks. We're on the two yard line. We're gonna fumble this thing. Uh, Three. 
And we would. Fumble. And I'm like, fuck, he's a sage. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. You're willing it. My dad, I'm trying You're willing to, it to happen. I'm trying dad. to be positive here, Pop. We, when we went to watch the. That's why he broke the, he broke got, you. And that's he, why, he you broke are, why you are. I just can't. I can't watch. <laughs> I can't. Like, I can't watch sports. I, 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 even, like, he even said when he was sick, he's like, ah, don't worry. The Blues will win it when I die. <laughs> he's like, they'll get oh, it. They'll get it when awesome. I die. Awesome. Thanks, Pop. Hey, thank you. Put, yeah. Thank you. Maybe even put a word in for the Tigers. <laughs> Just once. Yeah. Although I like what Drinkwitz is doing there. I like what's oh, going on. Oh, right we, right we got big things happening. We got a little swag going on right now. We got a little fucking swag going on. Are we thirteenth? Drinks having a fucking We're number two and our number three in recruiting in the SEC this year. That's pretty cool. It's pretty in the SEC this year. That's I'm pretty, pretty cool. fucking Which is used pretty about much it. Yeah, the, pretty everything. I would never want to take away the joy I experience, we experience from the blues, from anyone. I would never want that. That's the one thing I love about sport. We saw a bunch of crazy shit happen. That guy in the Buffalo outfit who was in Congress looked like a World, World Cup guy. I've always wanted to go to the World Cup. Where was his Vuvuzela, bud? Where was his Vuvuzela? <laughs> so I would never want to steal that from someone. That is the uh, some of the truest joy of life. That means yeah. absolutely nothing. The blues... If they go away, life goes on. The experiences with you, with oh, no the sophisticated Hoosiers, getting to talk to my dad, like you were just talking about your dad, getting to talk to my dad every day after every game, us locked That's the deal. in on the shit. You were even like, you'd be in the background, be like, oh, George, you shatter, baby. Shatter, baby. It was the best. <laughs> so the best. having all of those connections, being able to watch it with my son and my dad, being on vacation for the parade. I, you know what? Um, I wasn't going to go, but because you couldn't make it, I, I held, yeah, I held space for you. Thank but, you. Yeah, no um, all of that are some of the most beautiful things on earth. And as the metaphor for what we're experiencing right now to kind of extrapolate it into something a little bit bigger, it doesn't matter. But I'm fucking bought in. And out of this thing that is seemingless, seemingly less, matterless, it... I can create so much joy and connectivity and memories and love with the people that I love out of something that is nothing that all of this shit that we take real seriously that is separating us is just blues versus Blackhawks, baby. Like it's just Cardinals Cubs. It's just Chiefs Raiders, Chiefs Broncos. Mm -hmm. It's a bigger rivalry, you think? Oh, Raiders. Raiders. Yeah. So, you know, so, yeah, I fucking hate the Blackhawks guys. And I tried to run one off the road one time. I swear to God. I tried to do my duty. You tried to run a Blackhawk fan off the road one time? He was trying to pass me up on the shoulder, bud. Oh, good. Put him in the wall. I I was going to put him in in the the wall. wall. And Jen's like, you can't. The kids are in the car. I was like, you see the bumper sticker on this guy? Did you have a blues thing on your car by chance? Yeah. So he knew. He knew. I had my truck. I had my truck. I'll put them in the wall. Yeah, what do you care? I got a Dodge you Ram. You think the Ram fucking Ram tough, dude? You, you, you think, think I didn't buy this for this situation? This is a, I, I have a blue Dodge I Ram. I actually, when I walked on the lot and I said, you got anything that gets eight miles to the gallon that I can potentially kill a Blackhawks fan with? 12, bud. Okay, sorry. <laughs> He's like, nope, but I'll do you one better. I can get you 12 miles to the gallon. And you can take any fucking fan of any franchise out <laughs> yeah. with this thing. Sold. Oh man, unless it's like a an Edmonton team who has to drive around in a fucking bulldozer snowplow. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys ain't gonna win shit ever. Oh, um, nice Ram, eh? <laughs> oh, cute Ram, eh? Cute Ram, bud. 
I would never want to steal that joy from everyone. So while no I can be bitter yeah, no doubt. about football, which I've, I've I just, almost, I, I, I I'm out of it. I'm you have so a lot excited. more invested. I'm just so excited about – I'm excited about other things. I'm excited it, it, about STLSC totally. coming in here. Like, But that's, that's what I'm saying. Like soccer and hockey, my two favorite sports probably, mm-hmm. which baseball was always my favorite sport. Yeah, but baseball's now, still my favorite sport, yeah. I love to have it on in the background. Well, baseball's I, hard I to watch. I Nobody hates baseball attention. as much as Rob Manfred. Nobody Man. hates baseball as much as the commissioner it's of baseball. It's tough. The now. game does not need changing. Oh. It, it it doesn't need change. Like I don't get it, and I I think the people the the people that are complaining, it's like pitch. This counts is how this is how I, this is how I pitch fucking counts ruin the game. Pitch counts ruin the game, but also. It's like that buddy who's just going to change everything about himself to impress this gal. This gal. Yeah. And even then, like, she's not really that fucking into yeah. him. It's like, come on. That's what baseball does on a regular fucking basis. You got guys who are like, the game's too slow. It needs to be sped up. Okay. The same guy's like, but it doesn't have enough offense. I only like home. Well, you dumb dick. Those two things exist yeah, on a scale. They, yes. The more offense, the longer the game. The you pitching, see how that works? Pitching duels, pitching duels are, shorter game. Are two and a half hours. Ten long. home runs, longer game. You see, you know how that works? Like, I don't want to have to fucking slow down. Put on a fucking helmet, bud. If you don't want to watch the game, don't fucking watch the game. It ain't for you. It's a little bit more sophisticated. There's plenty of games with clocks that you can watch. This one doesn't have a clock. Doesn't have a fucking clock. This is one you're just gonna strap in. And get told I the put story. it on in the background. Get told the story. Let your old Uncle Mike Shannon tell you a fucking story, but it ain't. It, you want to watch fucking NASCAR? Watch NASCAR. You want to? You need something a little higher paced? Go watch something a little higher paced. We're not changing baseball for you because your brain don't work too good and you don't understand how it works, bud. I fuck my, Rob Manfred. Oh God, I would. Well, Goodell would kill him, but I would love to put the two of them. Just grease them up, put them in a in a, 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 a tiled room with just a drain in the center uh, and just some blunt weapons. And we say, let's uh, go. Tell you what, uh, fight to the death. And then as soon Loser as Loser dies, as soon as a winner uh, dies too. Well, that's the whole deal. As soon as Goodell's like, yeah, because Goodell's a monster. He's yeah, like six yeah. six. He goes fucking. Goodell's a beast. He's, he's like Vince McMahon. He's a monster, dude. He's a he's a former football player. He's a fucking beast. Like he's he's so big. Uh, so, and, and, and then you got this little fucking weasel fucking man friend who yeah. hates fucking baseball. And he's like, he goes like a buck 30. So why wet. didn't they put uh, Bush? Give W the job. Do you give George W. Bush the job? Baseball will be the best That's fucking it. sport inside two years. I'm, I'm with you. I mean, somebody's going to crash a plane into one of the stadiums. But, <laughs> but, but uh, tickets. uh, let's see here. I'm going to see if I can Google Roger Goodell's size. Oh, fuck you. Oh, fuck you. Yeah, he, he's bigger than that. And he, apparently he's not. Go Chiefs, Goodell's baby. only Goodell's only five eleven. Dude, Adam Silver from the NBA. He's he's fucking gonna. He he's he's going six three. That really? little fucking weasel dick. Anyway, so um, Goodell, pretty stout cat. I, that's where I'm stacking my chips. Five eleven. Yeah, that's where I'm stacking my chips. They don't give his weight. I guess that's uncouth. <laughs> put put him in a room. I'm putting my money on Goodell. You tell him and Manfred, you guys got to fight to the death. Manfred, I mean, uh, Goodell, like, within probably minutes. Although, you know, I'd like to think that fucking Manfred's like this little Tommy Davidson from Ace Ventura when Nick calls. He just fucking comes out, fucking fist teeth and fingernails, ready to fucking go. I but, was unaware. Yeah, the Wachoo 2 were biters. <laughs> Goodell, though, like, Manfred's like running around. <laughs> and Goodell just picks up a fucking club. 
Yeah, because it's one blood. shot. It's blood objects. One shot. Just caves fucking Manfred's what face. What if they in. just start kissing? He's done. He's done. He wins. He's like, yeah. Door opens. Bang! Right in the fucking head. Okay. No, okay. Mop him okay. into the fucking drain. Okay. Okay. Mop him into the drain. <laughs> no, no, Let's no. find some new commissioners. <laughs> okay. W, you get baseball. I'm giving hey, Jesse Ventura, I'm giving yeah, Jesse yeah. There Ventura you go. football. There you go. That's the deal. That's not a bad play. Not a bad play. I don't know. I think we kind of solved it. I think we got to figure it out. We solved it. Uh, what happened in the Capitol yesterday, bud? I don't know. Jeff City? I'm sure some stuff. Actually, there was there was a little uh, skirmish. Uh, uh, there was a bill filed. Uh, it's in the Jeff weirdest City. shit of all time. Uh, another bill was filed in Jeff City. If we want to real quick. It's kind of uh, you know more important than anything else we're talking about. Uh, so we uh, we got you know once again Representative Dogan's uh, uh, legislation. It reads just right. I'm, I'm I think I'm going all in on it. I. I'm gonna. I'm making scrap 14 shirts because uh, our, our program sucks, and I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna stand for it. However, a representative from uh, Kansas City, a uh, Republican uh, from Kansas City, Michael Davis, filed legislation to reduce penalties for simple drug possession from a felony to a misdemeanor. So all drugs. Uh, currently in the state of Missouri, any drug possession offense except for marijuana under 35 grams is an automatic felony. Uh, according to the Missouri State Highway Patrol, in 2014, the last year data was available, there were 31,062 drug arrests in Missouri, 18,000 of which were for marijuana. Oh, shit. We're proud to let you know that Missouri State Representative Michael Davis from Kansas City, a first-term legislator, has filed House Bill 704 that would reduce the penalty for drug possession from a felony to a misdemeanor. Members of the Crossing Paths Political Action Committee work with Representative Davis on this proposal, and we are grateful for his leadership. Uh, Representative Davis is a first-term legislator and a lawyer whose goal is to make Missouri a freer state. I want less government. I want Missourians to have more freedom. The key to success for this legislation is finding support in law enforcement. Fortunately, attitudes in law enforcement are changing rapidly, and now is a key time to start educating the law enforcement profession about public health strategies to mitigate the harms of drug abuse. Um, so, uh, okay, motherfuckers, they're doing it right. Like, listen, let's address an elephant in the room. It's a big old elephant, especially in the weed community. There is, uh, a person attached to crossing paths, uh, who the weed community does not smile favorably upon. His name's Ethan Thampy. I mean, it's not, I'm not telling any fucking secrets here. Every time something comes out from crossing paths, people link Epen to it uh, and his past transgressions, <clears throat> alleged transgressions. Um, I honestly don't care. I don't care because here's what I don't understand. The things that they're doing, the things that, that uh, crossing paths is getting representatives to draft are things that people in the drug community have been to uh, end the drug war in that community have been trying to do for decades. I don't care who, who the guy is behind the scenes uh, doing that. Shamed Dogan put forth probably the best weed language I've ever seen. He wrote a six-page bill. It's okay to have weed. It's okay to cultivate weed. Uh, anybody can get licenses for this business as they would any other business. All of these things. All of these things 
are exactly the fucking weed market that we deserve. I think it's unfortunate that a certain person uh, uh, be be attached to it, and somehow that is uh, um, uh, somehow that is it takes away from it. Because I don't think it does. It doesn't matter who wrote it. If it becomes our law, it becomes our law. Yeah. So I just want to address that because I feel like there's like this uh, there's this echo that happens where they're like. Well, Epen's attached to that, and I feel really bad for anybody that wants to do something with Epen. And I'm like, well, first off, I don't personally uh, have anything to do with with Epen Thampy. I don't, I don't, I don't know him. I don't know what his past is. His past really doesn't affect me. You guys did make out at that. We did make out one time. But I didn't know we were wearing those masquerade masks. <laughs> yeah, I didn't right. know. I, know. I, I, I knew. You knew. I, I didn't. Knew. Yeah. That's part of the fun for me. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> So I, I just want to address that because right now I can't no, I, I challenge. Uh, uh, first off, if you're if you find yourself a civil libertarian, maybe on the left side of the aisle, I think that uh, Republican representatives are running laps around you right now as far as advancing civil liberties. So that that not, here's a great place to decide whether or not you want to play us versus them politics. We're going to get to it a little bit more on the federal thing, what happened yesterday. But you have a perfect opportunity right now to say, no, I'll get across the aisle on this. Open licensing, uh, completely, you know, uh, regulated on a commercial level, completely decriminalized, descheduled for personal cultivation and use. Uh, That is like a fucking grand slam as far as as far as the language goes. Now and then people will be like, "Well, then you just you gotta uh, uh, you gotta write your representative." That's what they talk about with Article 14. You gotta write your representatives to make this so. No, I'd rather write my fucking representatives to follow the fucking language as it reads. Dogan's language is better than Article 14. Period. It's so much better than Article 14. I would give a. It, you would be crazy to. Uh, purpo- I, I honestly think we talked about it the other day. If you think home cultivation. Are, as it is right now, is more helpful to patients than being able to walk pretty much anywhere in the neighborhood and getting a fifteen dollar eighth. I think that you are. Uh, I think you're wearing blinders. It's not taking home cultivation away anyway. It's not. It's actually the way it's that it reads. The way that it reads, it's allowing you to grow as much fucking weed as you want. Yeah, that, that's, now I that's think going to help. I, I think that there is going to be some regulation, some some rules written into that, but. I think that the way that he wrote it is what we can hope best for from our representatives. Truly. Truly, I do. Uh, That's what needs to happen. They need to say, here, weed's legal. Sorry. Boom. And they're out of our lives forever, Ever. Get the fuck away from me. It's not the deal. We have created a system where it's like... Is that medicinal marijuana or Straight is up, that? Dude, I don't give a. Is fuck. that medicinal marijuana or is that recreational marijuana or is that black market marijuana, bud? Right. Oh, it don't fucking matter. Like, here's it's the deal. It's illegal. All of it. Fuck off. I'm watching. Uh, they got bigger problems. I'm watching you dive into to gardening for the first time. It's really been fun to see how much joy it's Ooh, bringing. Get you. on our Instagram. If straight you see up. It. Straight up. Best weed in uh, town. The things that the community needs to rally around are shit like this. Let's get it on the schedule. It's been proposed to the fucking legislature. Get it on the schedule. You want to call and fucking write your representatives about something? There it is right there. Here's the and deal. I'm going to shift fucking focus to the federal maybe in the second hour. Oh, fuck. We're way over. Uh, in the second hour, 
because um, the Democrats got control now. So we're going to talk about it from the other side, too. Mm. We're going to do that. Uh, but right now, you want to write your thing. Missouri legislature about something? Write them about fucking Dogan's bill. Say, I want it to go Let's through. I want it to go through. I'm fucking, I, that's my horse. I'm, I've, asked, I've asked the weed community, shoot a hole in this bill for me. Tell, yeah. me, where, tell me where it's wrong. Because here's the deal. I engaged, I, engaged, I engaged Dogan on, uh, on Twitter. And I said, are there going to be any, uh, um, are there going to be any protections for home cultivation? Because I do think it's important. And he goes, the way it reads, this, isn't, uh, this, this doesn't cap home cultivation at all. The regulation it's would exactly only... exactly what I've been apply. saying. It's exactly what we've all been saying. Fucking Get grow, behind grow as much the bill. And gift as much. Get behind and the bill. And anyone can have a license. Uh, we're talking about some new laws in cannabis. That global guy, what's up in Denmark? Pal? There he is. There he is, buddy. About you, buddy. There he is, pal. Hey, we talked guy. about a little bit of uh, foosball in the beginning, but listen, let's uh, let's jump to uh, let's jump to a break. Uh, I want to talk just a little bit more about this because this is big, dude. I'm trying to end the war on drugs. I'll look at your fucking garden. I'll talk about weed. We're fine. We're gonna build the community and end fine. the war on drugs. They go fucking wherever hand you in hand. fit in. Fine. I, I, it's no fuck. You know, I'm not. Uh, I'm, I unabashedly say I honestly could give a fuck less to talk about weed ever again because I've done it for fucking five years. Right. I know it does get a little jaded. It gets. Jaded. You, it, get, you jaded. get real it fucking did, jaded because this ain't what we're, I'm talking. Because all along my goal has been to end the war on drugs. You want to have weed? Cool, man. Have weed. Don't hurt anybody. Please don't hurt anybody. Yeah. Very simple. Grow weed. Help. You know anybody sick? Help them out. That's, That's all I want. Simple That's as all I want. fuck, buddy. But as far as like, dude, I'm not, I'm not going to, I will fucking uh, ironically use fucking slang and shit that I sound dumb at 37 year old fucking saying. But, you know, other than that, like, I'm just, I'm having a real hard time pretending like, oh, we've talked about it before. Dispensary reviews, bud. Uh, I gotta, I gotta be careful about making fucking suicide jokes because it's not funny. I would rather fucking do anything in the world than hear anybody except for maybe Max Montrose. Max Montrose, if you're familiar with him, Trichome Institute, wrote the book Interpreting. If he wants to tell me about terpene profiles and about how good weed is or how weed tastes, cool. Uh, fucking uh, Missouri. Fu- I, I don't. I don't care what you have to say about weed. Your opinion is completely subjective, and it. And, I did and a weed review. Fine. I know it's great. It's fine. Make me laugh with it. Make me laugh yeah, with it. Yeah. Give me some entertainment value. Because that's what I'm we saying. watched it the first day that high. the fucking dispensaries opened up. We watched oh, all buddy. of these fucking nerds stumble over themselves to go tough. grab fucking They're dispensary fine. weed They're and fine. give reviews. Your review is not candid. It's not candid. It, it, there's no there's no candor attached to it. It's fucking. It's a farce. I want to talk about the shit that matters when it's it comes the to death weed, of art. and that is people. It's the death of art. It really? Is. I mean, we talk about cum all the day, but yeah, it's the death of art also. Yeah. Uh, we talk about cum all day. All day, but when the cameras but are the off, weed thing's the death of art. Here. I don't, I don't, you're, you, you don't make weed fun for me. You don't, you, you the Hey, let them have fun, bud. Fine. They, that's let fine. them have fun. I'm just not trying to talk about it. Okay. Well, I'm you're trying talking to, a lot about not talking I, about I it. I know. I'm trying to talk <laughs> about fucking. To, you're talking legal, a lot about not I'm talking trying about to, I'm talking about not making people prisoners. <laughs> prisoners for fucking a plant, bud. Okay, So bud. you got two Republican legislators in the state of Missouri putting bills out there that the entire fucking weed community should be behind. 
They should be and behind And they should them. rally behind you after you just berated them for 10 no, minutes. I'm saying get your fucking stand for something, motherfuckers. That's the other thing. These people climb. We're going to talk about it. DC, I'm coming hot in the second hour. We're talking about it. You're going to stand for something? Stand for something, you I fucking I have crystals uh, talk, too. Oh, we'll crystals, yeah. Maybe that third hour? Yeah, third. Fucking third stand for something. Hey, real quick, too. There's so many cultivars that... Especially with the, the, the cultivar review, and I don't know if you're, I mean, strain review, I guess, is what still people are calling it, but you do, and I don't know what's right or wrong. There's, I just got a list the other day of seeds and names. It's it's beyond ridiculous with the names. The of cultivars? The, it, it's beyond ridiculous. Oh, I call this one, I'm lying to you. So if, This if one here is, I'm lying to you, Kush. And this one here is also not really what it's named, uh, OG. Uh, no, you gotta have some fun name to it. You just add a little gorilla grape, fucking. You know, just make it sound good, mother. I just want to love weed again, dude. Elliot. I want to love weed again. I love it again. Growing it. Yeah, I know. I, I always loved it, but I, I did feel uh, not disenfranchised, but a little bit. You got out. connected to the plant a little bit better. Yeah, and, and and just seeing the people that came in, I thought it was the people that ca- came in and were they like, don't. "Hey, I'm that's, the suits. I'm the suits. That's what okay, I'm cool." At. So many people that kind of purport to be fucking bleeding hearts and community builders and shit like that have completely fucking fleeced us. Oh, for sure. They have fleeced us, and now they're all eerily silent. Eerily silent whenever there's something that actually is freeing language yes, out there. That will and, they're, and, and the only thing they have to say, and I'm just going to bring this back to this, the only thing they have to say was, Epen's attached to that. Okay? Fine. Great. Um... Great. When we keep calling it patience, when we keep going to this thing, it's like the patience, the patience, the patience, the patience, the patience. I'm starting to evolve and switch my thought process because this has been an evolution of self. Learning and being attached to the cannabis industry, yeah. I've learned so much shit about myself. It has forever changed me, bud. Mm-hmm. Like so many things about it. What, what, what has happened with this is I don't want to call it patience anymore. It's just fucking people. The war on drugs is a war on people. We've heard it before, bud. Who told us that? Darren. Said that. Darren, the goddamn dare lion. When, when, when we have to, when we have to go, uh, patient, criminal, um, six plants, uh, over 14 inches, eight plants over 14, 14 inches. You're, you're fine. You are a, still a fucking criminal, bud. Here's- what is the deal? This language, if it says grow as much, give as much, pull it up again. and get a fucking license. Because I know they said it'll still change. They can still add shit to it before it gets processed. 100% Robbie Dodds. The idea of corporate reads fucking wild. If you're talking about corporate weed, yeah. then reviews are just product marketing. 100%. 100%. If, if, if you're getting dispensary weed reviews, there is very little... If you're getting dispensary weed reviews, chances are it was it there was there was an exchange of goods there. There was an exchange of services there. You want to talk about my weed? Cool, I'll give you a little bit. Let everybody know how it is. Oh no, it's okay. Be honest with it. Whatever. That's fine, you know. There was, you know, there's if you're if you're fucking reviewing We've had dispensary them come weed, in here and offer us money to do reviews. Uh honest to God, offer us big money to do it. And 
I mean, I don't know what big I just, money. I just don't have it. I just don't. They said I don't it, have and it I was it. like, that probably actually means big money because I'm poor. I just don't. You know oh, I, mean? I, I know it does. Yeah. I, I know it does. Dude, I work with this industry, and it's okay. And the reason why I want Dogan's fucking legislation to pass is because I know a hundred people, a hundred fucking people at least that could grow and offer a better weed buying experience than the people that are attached right now. No doubt. I know that to be true. And because of what I do for other, I work in marketing, I would like to work with people whose ideals I align with. Right now, I've been fortunate, the few people that I've been able to to do some uh, things for, I've been fortunate to have no problems with. You know, now I've, I've done, if you've seen a couple of big brands merchandise wearing and you're wearing a real comfortable shirt and you're like, this is the softest shirt ever. You're welcome. I, I, (laughs) I recommended that shirt. Yeah. I, I believe in the power of marketing with good things. I I do. I know the kind of money that these people are spending on marketing. It's, It's, it's a big number. And I also know that the average weed community, you ever watch disjointed? Yeah. It was kind of goofy, yeah. right? But Dank and like Dank and Dabby, Dabby, Dabby right? Yeah. yeah, like I know how you love them easily. You know, 100%, yeah, easily taken advantage of the weed community could be in the for the name of free weed or free. Oh, fucking that's swag. what pisses me off. That's bud. what I'm getting at. Stand for something because you can, because we have developed something. Because I because I didn't spend my time and money. Uh, uh, shotgunning this out to everybody because I had people come up to us in the group and say, be careful about how fast this group grows. Focus on how it organically grows. And we have. And because of that, when people join, they're like, this is like no other place on the internet. This is like no other place on the internet. Cool. That's what I'm cultivating. You guys want to talk about weed? Cool. You want to talk about crack? Cool. I don't care what you talk about. Just be respectful. Love one another. Love one another. We're going to do some big things together if we believe in the fucking power of one another, if we truly focus on this community Dude, here. That's it. The cannabis that's the community progressing deal. into the cannabis community Hoosiers, got bud. splintered over this bring whole us back. deal. Let's bring and us let's back. And let's bring it the fuck back. Because the, the only thing all of us want is to get in the fucking circle and pass a little bit of fucking, pass a fucking joint around. That's all we want to do. We want to laugh with the our fucking pipe, friends. Baby. We want to laugh with our friends. We want to get a little closer to God and fucking and have a little bit of fun with the people that we love. What I don't want is for all of us to be sitting, uh, 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 or for, for a group of people to be sitting at this proverbial table making the decisions for all the people on the outside looking through the glass, like wondering what stoners. the fuck's going on. Yeah, yeah the fucking the stoners. Oh, don't fucking worry about them. They'll fucking take whatever we Listen, give them. Listen, I got a business degree. These fucking idiots wouldn't know their asshole. This is what I'm trying to do. And you know what? Like, we've also, it's amazing how many people come to us and be like, you know, we're going to ask you guys to kind of run our digital end of things, but. Big money to me is like 50 bucks. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, Will Adonis, number, we were talking about you earlier. I know, man. Willie, we were talking about up, you, Will. Uh, uh, Didn't figure out that Twitch yet, did you, bud? We're going to figure it out. We're going to figure it out. We're like way overdue. We're way overdue, bud, but we're having a good conversation. Well, I think we're having a conversation. Back to raising the vibration, buddy. The weed community at its fucking center is is love. And the people that won in this weed community, not everybody, for the most part, though, the ones that are really moving and shaking, uh, they don't give a fuck about the community aspect of it. Zero, I, and it's left up to us to do it. And I realize how maybe alienating it is for me to come up here and fucking lambast what it's becoming. But 
Also, like, I'm coming from fucking where I'm frustrated. I want to end the war on drugs. I went to the fucking, we went to conferences across the country. We had an international conference come here to fucking St. Louis. Mm. I believe that the number one thing to fix society is ending the war on drugs. I truly do. I, I, I think that the number one thing to fixing the opioid epidemic and the ever-increasing rate of suicides is psychedelic therapy. I really, truly do. I believe that there are more answers to curing cancer in the cannabis plant than there is anywhere else. I believe all of that. And I believe that we have put up fucking false, but we have not we. There has been a very select few amount of people put up false barriers to keep us from things that are actually stunting our evolution. It's That's stunting it. our evolution it. as a whole. And I'm as fucking individualist as they come. Don't talk to me about the collective because I don't believe in it. I believe the collective is advanced by fucking exceptional individuals. I truly do. But you got to fucking take the reins off of them. You got to let exceptional individuals fucking do their work. And you never know where those exceptional individuals are hiding. To think that just a small group of people have a better idea to do this. Oh, I know that weed can cure cancer. Uh, I 100% know that weed can cure cancer. No, no, no joke. Weed and diet is a fucking a nice little mix to start shrinking uh, tumors. I mean, a, a gram of RSO a day has been shown to cause apoptosis in cancer cells. The reason, why, the reason why a lot of people uh, maybe laugh about cancer potential or uh, um, cancer being cured by, by weed is because they only have an idea of how weed is smoked. Or yeah, sure. Dude, I watched my dad die before I learned enough about RSO, and I fought, it's my only regret I have in this fucking world. I was able to... I was able to... Um, I'm posting you know, a video of this. Of I, yeah, I was able to, um, you know, offer my dad solace in his final moments. I was off. I was able to uh, get his appetite, and so with that, that is also life saving. Albeit for a little for a little while, we're all going to die. We're all terminal. Um, but being able to watch him finally eat affordably. I mean, his 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 anti nausea meds were twenty five hundred dollars a month. Uh, to, to, to for for what sixty dollars in weed could do for him, you know he didn't need much. Yeah. A couple hits off the fucking bong, he's feeling good. He had a little appetite. He could sleep. His anxiety was lowered. Wasn't reversing any cancer cells. Well, dude, then I learned about fecal oil. We talked about the placebo effect, though. Yes. And I always and thought that it, yeah. that first bit of smoking it, at least you're eating and getting back to a sense of your body being able to heal, mm -hmm. that it ups your percentages. But then go on. No, I. It's, so then I learned about fecal oil, and my dad had a cancer that couldn't be treated from the exterior. Chemo was never going to reach it through a port in his arm or his chest. It was in his per uh, um, peritoneal cavity, which is like a sac inside of your gut, uh, and nothing really uh, penetrates it. But then I – so he had, he had, like, gut cancer, and his intestines were, were matted together. And then I learned about just the power of – what eating cannabis can do. We know people that have autoimmune stuff like Crohn's and things like that, that are kicking, kicking their autoimmune diseases ass by eating a steady dose of weed. Um, I wish I'd have known more at the time. And in that moment, I was like, I need to evangelize about this a little bit. So you're going to have to excuse me 
if I show you my fucking nutsack when you show me a Keef Cola. Drink a cap full of this if you want to feel good when there isn't a fucking single syringe of RSO on the shelves. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you for every patient who actually needs healing. And fuck you for thinking that home cultivation somehow is better for patients to fix that. Because they've also got other rules in there that say you can't use combustibles to make it. Well, thankfully, you can make RSO with fucking grain alcohol. And it ain't combustible. But nobody fucking knows how to do it. So do me a favor and put weed on every goddamn corner of the fucking world so that people who are sick can fucking heal themselves. And not, like, heal their fucking mind. And not, like, fucking, you know, get into I mean, Rasta helps. Vibes I read. It helps. It helps. <laughs> Rasta Vibes. Rasta Vibes I read. <laughs> You've seen the commercial. I've seen it. I saw the cashmere cannabis deal. <laughs> That's the deal, bud. Get me fucking RSO. RSO. It and needs people to be that are fucking, people fronts. like Kush Coach. People four like fronts. Kush Coach. And he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking grow medicine. Steve Geeter, they got a fucking, dude, my guy. My fucking guy. They just drive around. You fucking RSO? Yep. Cool. Here you go. Yep, here's here your you medicine, go. bud. Oh, here's a nug to enjoy while you're at it. And here's a 12 your pack of cola. Medicine. Dude, fuck you. No, they you know. You got a 130,000 square foot kitchen. Kiss my ass. Make some fucking fico oil. You could make gallon, you could make drums of fico oil. It could look like goddamn fucking a Texas oil field in your 130,000 square foot facility of actual medicine. Just be honest about what you are. You are a recreational brand. I would, I, you know what? Straight up, when it's all fucking recreational, where I'm going to go? Well, if we allow everybody and I'm going to go to my buddy's house because he's going to be competitive. But if it's recreational, I'm going to go where my fucking dollar goes the furthest. And that's what fucking guys like fucking Clover can beat their chest on. But right now... You're the only manufacturer. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. We will not be making any taffy this year. We're not going to have any taffy, okay? We're not going to have any taffy or soda until every cancer patient in the fucking state gets a little bit of RSO. You want to see how quick I fucking run to your corner? I'll fucking carry your fucking banner anywhere if you do Let's that. Let's fucking save people's lives, buddy. I mean that—that's the deal. Thirty thousand square foot. The facility. leaders, Fuck you. The leaders of our community are about their bottom line, and it's like, oh no, I'm about the patients a little bit. But until you prove to me that you want to get RSO to people, to the people who fucking need it, that we've seen, bud, we've seen it save lives. We've also seen it when they didn't get it in time or enough, and I'll be damned. If I let people like your dad, like Aubrey, like I'm, fucking, they're not going to die in vain. Fuck and that. And if you got shit. something to and say, and I to got me, a problem, yeah. people go, "Oh, you got, you seem a little uh, you're mad on about edge. weed. You're on edge, bud. You seem a little mad yeah, about I am. this. Yeah, I watched I'm my fucking, fucking hero. Pissed. I watched my fucking hero die yep. because I couldn't get him medicine. Yeah, I'm fucking. I'm a little fucking worked up, bud. And I don't give a fuck family. about your soda. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care about fucking how luxury your experience is. I will go. I have bought drugs in the seediest places in America, <laughs> bud. I'll go into it's the great. dirtiest trailer ever. awesome. Pass the savings along to me. Can somebody open the Aldi of weed? I'll yes, put a fucking yes. quarter in the cart. I'll put a quarter in the cart. I don't care. That's the, that, that's the deal, bud. That's where I got to remind myself every day. I don't want to live in that fucking pain of holding space 
for the, the Matthews family when we fucking lived that journey with them, going through that. When we talk about Just say what you are. Like, let's fucking get medicine from our leaders That's the deal. to Dennis, our people. Dennis had just said it. What's frustrating is they can make FICO so much cheaper than their candy. They would turn a profit selling that shit so cheap. Wow. I want to give it a little shout out because there is. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm wow. excited. I'm, I'm, I'm halfway excited about this. We'll see. I'll, the proof's in the fucking pudding, right? Uh, the dispensary that's opening here in Festus, they want to set up a dollar RSO program. I'll fucking, I'll shout that from the boat. I will. I'll fucking. Yep. Shout it, shout it. Ricola. That's me. One dollar RSO. That's me, bud. That's him. I'm fucking on That's the fucking him. mountaintop. That's where I'm fucking living. I can't legally sell FICO from hemp because of the THC concentrations. I get it? Fuck. Fuck off. Uh, bottom line is... Uh, we love have you, Gemini Jen. Have fun. Fucking we love you. Whatever. I shit on people make. I do this. <laughs> Bag I do it this. up I myself. This. Get my own card. Let me have it at a reasonable price. All I want is a $23 pre-roll. <laughs> <laughs> in, in Jamaica, when they went, they said, here's a field of it drying. Like, they had it just drying on, you know, how they just dry it and cure it. And you went with a paper bag, and you just kind of picked out. And the paper bag cost, like, 40 bucks. Whatever you can mash into it mm -hmm. was what you got to take home. Give me that, bud. Straight up. Give me I, that. I just, you know, Amber says uh, we need to, Missourians need to learn uh, the protocol on dosage on RSO. Not all patients need to be on pure RSO. What does that mean? I, th what I does think that mean? There are all different kinds of concentrates. Somebody might need more CBD in their RSO. Somebody might need more CBC. Somebody might need I, I don't more. know. I don't, how do you know that? Do you know how, how you know? You, know? How you, how you build 130,000 square foot science lab. Yeah, that's what you and fucking you fucking do. offer an entire spectrum of fucking full extract cannabis oil. That's what you do. And then, and then, once you've flooded the market with as much of this that can be made from fucking, uh, sugar leaves, I mean, it can, yeah. uh, you can make it from the droppings, the goddamn trimmings. You got more weed than the rest of the state, big shoots? Cool. Fucking neat. Make some RSO, asshole. That's what There's you can not do. a single fucking dispensary with one fucking thing of RSO. And on. that's what you can do. The dispensaries are out there. They're on social media. Get in their fucking chats when they're talking. Fucking suede dispensary goes, your favorite way to intake medicine. And it's a fucking person blowing out a fucking Challenge cloud cone. of vape or something. Challenge yeah, cone. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I ask them about RSO on their feed and they're like, RSO can't be smoked. That's how they responded to me. RSO can't be smoked. <laughs> yeah, I know, bud. I'm like, well, what are thanks, you Thanks for about? educating me. I go, can, when are you going to get Can somebody some? get me a dog to tell me what kind of weed I need? <laughs> I know. Bud's, <laughs> Bud's McKinley? Bud's McKinley? <laughs> Got to shoot that. Yeah, okay, what I need to know. Dude, there you go. Based. One gram of FICO in Illinois is going to cost a medical patient $30 to $50. That is unsustainable. You Fuck have to have no. a gram of RSO no. in a day to cause 50, apoptosis and cancer cells. We're only going to do one commercial break today. Fuck them. Oh, bud. Uh, I'm feeling pretty good. So that's oh, like 30,000 to 50,000 a kilogram. What the fuck? Yeah, it's insane. That's what I want to do, though. I want to figure out a, a, if, if, if these guys really cared about patients, they would have set up something 
There is zero creativity in the in the Missouri cannabis yep. market. That's also something I want to challenge you guys on. Yep. I want to challenge them to be creative, new, and different. When I heard about the one doing $1 RSO, I'm like, let's fucking go. Use your brain. Be creative. Don't go, well, we have a nice wood table and wood floors, and you have this waiting room. Well, how do they do it in every other state? Okay, they do that. Take these fucking ideas and make them better. We're a different breed here in Missouri, okay? Mm -hmm. We need to figure out what's best for us. And what's best for us is this fucking show me how it... You don't think it works on cancer? Show me. Get all of the cancer patients who want to try it and get them on a free RSO protocol and fucking feed it to them and say, hey, you sign this document, you know, you can't sue the fucking RSO people. And the shit is we can't talk about it with our fucking doctors. Like it's some dirty fucking secret. Cause the doctors are like, Ooh, yeah, the tumors are shrinking, but maybe another round of fucking chemo might do it. You know, I don't know. Maybe that's the fucking, no, 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 no. Discuss how THC, how CBD, how CBN, how CBG, discuss what each one of those is doing to my kids fucking cancer bud because i am at my wits end i don't know where to turn i don't know who to go to i'm looking on the fucking internet for shit mm. you can't bring a doctor in here you can't bring a scientist you can't bring one of these fucking community leaders mitchum if you're so fucking caring about the patients yeah. look the fucking you parents in the eye with the cancer I and say that's motherfucker i got a bunch of weed over here i don't really know how rsl works Sorry about you. Yeah. Oh, you're at your wit's end and you just need someone to give you some sense of fucking hope in the world yeah. and you can't do that. That's why I'll never support the people at fucking Swade. They were a part of that shit. They could have been a part of that shit. And I don't know if they really know it, but I know one of them knows it and it, they could have been a part of building the fucking community from the fucking life-saving basis of it mm -hmm. and chose not to. So I'm fucking out. Yeah, I'm agree. out on all of you. I ain't fucking doing Lemon? it. I ain't playing your game. I ain't letting you talk to these people who don't know. Yeah. Like you're fucking. Yeah. Who come to me. me? Who come to me to connect them with the people? And you know what? We did it. We fucking did it. When we were at and you know out, uh, there was a bunch of people speaking out against Midwest Canna Expos and they're fucking. I'll go to those every fucking year. Fuck yeah. I will go to those every year if I get an opportunity to meet They always family. get, so if you need help getting in and you're one of the guys like, I can fucking and save you, up 125 bucks. I get it. I do get that. They will figure out a way to get you in. They always have been fucking excellent about that. So here's the deal. I'll go to it every year and people can fucking, uh, they can uh, misconstrue or misrepresent why I'm there or who I'm rubbing shoulders with. Because you know what? I didn't have a dispensary to fucking to pick up the phone and call. First off, we didn't know who they were yet. Or maybe maybe we knew a couple of them that got licensing by that point. But they were just building out. I didn't have somebody. When John came to me and told me a story, I didn't have somebody I could say, they're, they're making medicine. They, yeah, we get, did. Yeah, we did. Them. Oh, we had them. We had them. But they didn't get licensed. Belief. We had a fucking person that we reached out yeah, to that, yeah. that could have fucking done something. Yep. And nothing was done. So what I did was I walked across the fucking aisle and I found 15 people who didn't even fucking play the fucking I found stupid moms licensing. And dads. I didn't, didn't even play the fucking licensing game. I found moms and dads who fucking know what this plant does. Mm -hmm. And they go, what do you need, bud? I know what you're about. I'm not quite. What do you need? I'll get you the help you need. 
And within fucking 30 minutes, I got the kid some fucking medicine. I saw uh, Wendy was posting on that, that post like, what are you fucking awesome at? And she's like, I'm a fucking awesome mom. And I go, mother fuck. If I... She mothered the, the, the entire Matthews family. Ashley did. That's why it's so, uh, it's a conundrum with Ashley. Because I love, I don't know if I could love a person more. And then she's with the, uh, the Route 66 wellness. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ooh, fuck, here's a little deal. But she also has Aiden's Alliance, which is trying to get medicine to people for free. RSO. She fucking knows. She knows the deal. So if you need to talk to someone, talk to her. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm in fucking couldn't be more in love with Aiden's Alliance, yep. her family, like the whole deal. But then there's all these. That's where we're trying to make sense of everything that we got going on here. Just trying to little by little. I don't know better than anybody on anything. These are my fucking thoughts, feelings and beliefs. I know I'm emotionally unstable sometimes. I get it. Okay, I'm calculated most of the time, but when I let myself go, like, I get it, man. It's like fucking tying one on. I'm like, hey, baby, you know, I'm, fucking, I'm living for the moment right now. The deal is fucking let's show each other some love and compassion in this industry. We always have. We've always taken. Weed was never the fucking the cartels of, uh, you know, that you saw with other drugs. I know there is at, at a bigger level, but the fucking weed community, we've always been the outcast. We've always been the people who kind of get forgotten or not by law enforcement, but forgotten by the rest of people. And it's fucking like, okay, now we're coming together and it's legal. And it's like, yay. I just want to make sure when, when, when we're doing it, we're doing it fucking right. And we're doing it good. And we're not losing the magic that comes along with this plant. Buddy, we're a little fired up today. And I'm feeling it. Uh, I'll tell you this. Yesterday, I, I just kind of trying to avoid it as much as possible. You know, there, we already knew that a bunch of fucking whack, whack jobs were going to fucking go to D.C. and do their thing. Well, I'm going to tell you this. Uh, yeah, so the uh, Senate confirmed Joe Biden is our next president. Georgia flipped the Senate. The Democrats now control everything. If they don't pass the fucking Moore Act, I'm gonna. T- I'm just putting this out as a warning. The, the Moore Act has some problems with it. Oh, though. it's got plenty of problems with it. That's fine. Like even though the, someone from the weed community was saying, "Man, you got the reins on weed," is all I'm saying. You got two years. When everybody's solution to fixing this was voting people out. All right, we did it. We did it. Show me, motherfucker. Because if you don't fucking get any kind of federal movement on weed, don't you fucking dare tell me to vote a certain right. way again. Don't you fucking dare. You're fucking, it's so unoriginal. If these motherfuckers don't get it passed, I don't want to hear another fucking word out of them. That's where I'm at. The Moore Act needs to look like Dogan's bill, though. The Moore Act needs to look like Dogan's bill. Guys, if you're not behind Dogan's bill, I mean, look, I, I, you know, As it reads, as Dogan's bill reads, there isn't a weed advocate who can tell me that's not the greatest language that you could possibly. I mean, maybe maybe there's something you could add to make it a little bit better. But as far as simplistic, legalized weed legislation goes, it's better than anything proposed anywhere. And I'm in the spot where it's like Missouri's got like a lot of up and coming kind of. Yeah. Fucking young fucking fireball liberty fucking Republicans, yeah. which is a perfect storm 
for for the 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 progressive uh, left wing that we're also fucking putting in power. It's the perfect storm for our civil fucking liberty, for our freedoms. It's just going to take all of us to stop with the bullshit, forget what the fucking letter is next to them, and push it through. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Nonprofits are going to be the only thing that save patients from money-hungry fucks. There ain't no doubt about that. 100% and it's fucking amazing. Sometimes you have to make a deal with the devil to bring out the light, Steve. 100% and it's fucking amazing that someone is standing up to corporate cannabis to make sure patients are taken care of. Yeah, man. I mean, look, I got enough friends. I got enough friends, and the ones that fucking, the one, the new ones that I'm making are finding me. I'm finding the others. I don't need to. I'm not gonna suck your dick to be your friend. Oh, I might you suck did. your dick. I'm not. I might suck your dick when you're my friend, <laughs> yeah. but I'm not gonna suck your dick to be my friend. All right, you get it. I live by that code. That's the deal. I'll suck your dick on my terms. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Okay, good. I'm not gonna suck your dick on your terms. Come on. Yeah. Unless that's the power play that we're into. Um, I'm, I'm into trying new things. <laughs> Point is, the people that I want to be friends with, the people I want to make a community with, the people I want to share love with, are finding me naturally, organically. I'm not going to fucking uh, say that your business is the fucking... Sh- and, and also, my friends that do have licensing, I think they know what I stand for. I think they know who I am. I'd like to think that I'm, we're consistent enough that they know who we are. And we and and we're coming with the best of intentions. Oh, I'm very easy to to predict what I'm going to do. If you fucking do something that is patronizing to the cannabis community, I'm going to be pissed. If you're trying to give people RSO for free, I'm going to fucking probably try to fucking uh, tickle you. I'm going to tickle you. Oh, I got I got a story too. Great. Jen and I watched a movie last night, a Norwegian movie. Jenny falls asleep at every movie ever. She stayed up for the Norwegian movie? She stayed movie? awake for a Norwegian movie about a tidal wave. We can talk about that later. You want to go to our first break? Our only break. We're going, we're spitting hot fucking fire. Oh, no, I we got go, another one in 10 minutes. I might go fucking, I might go fucking, uh, God, I love getting my Craig and Steve head. It's the best. It is. It is the best. Thank Especially you. Especially when we go at it at the same time. Oh, buddy. You could only you be don't so stand lucky. A chance. You don't stand. You don't stand a, a chance. chance. And I mean, like, you, you won't be able to stand. Look, I'm fired up today. Uh, people stormed the Capitol. Whatever. Uh, I'm getting behind Dogan's bill. A Kansas City representative has filed legislation to 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 change all drug possession to a misdemeanor offense from a felony offense. These things are all all big, all good, all big, all, all big, good, all good, all good, all, big, all, good, all, all big, big, and all, all good. good, all big, and all good. Let's go to break. I like doing this. I think it sounds really good on the microphones, too. Welcome back. Who's your sophisticated show? I don't even know what hour it is. It's damn near hour three, but we're just uh, cruising along. Um... You know, put your money where your mouth is, motherfucker. If you guys are uh, trying to affect change uh, through the ballot box or whatever, well, here we go. Hey, we got I, uh, you got the opportunity. Can I give them fifteen minutes of this uh, this movie I watched last night? Maybe like five, ten minute, just recap of this movie that anybody might want to watch real quick. Jen, yeah, Jen. Nor- Norwegian. Is that what you? It was, uh, Jen's Norwegian watching it right flip? now. It was Norwegian. We didn't know. Okay, so. Last night on Weed Weather and Whatever, I asked Rachel, I go, what's your favorite weather-based film? And you guys can go ahead and put what's your favorite weather-based film. I could really only think of two, The Day After Tomorrow and Twister. 
I'm like, what, what else is a weather-based event? Um, there's there's got to be one about, oh, Volcano, Dante's Peak. Dante's great Peak. movies, yep. great movies. I yep. forgot about, I love Dante's Peak. Dude, we the watched grandma, that in my Earth Science class. I, the my Earth Science teacher was going oh. through... My earth science teacher was going through a, a divorce, divorce. <laughs> and he wheeled the fucking TV in every, every day and put Dante's <laughs> Peak on, bud. I love the personal problems of teachers. Dude, it's the best. Go ahead. <laughs> so we, we pop this thing on, and it's a guy who kind of looks like Daryl or Dale from uh, Walking Dead, the brother from uh, Boondock Saints. Not Sean Patrick Flannery? Yes, I think, I the, think he's so. He's the better looking of the two. I the other so. one's from Walking Dead? Yeah. The Walking Dead one. Oh, okay. okay. That's not Sean Patrick. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, other okay. one. I got you. Go ahead. So Jenny and I throw this thing on because it's called The Wave. It's on Amazon Prime. The it's Wave? Free. It's called The Wave. Apparently in these Norwegian countries, you have to worry about, since they're built along these fucking like fjords and these little like mountain canals and shit, uh -huh. that when a piece of the mountain slides off into the water mm -hmm. it makes a tsunami 80 meters high that'll just rush over all those towns norman reedus is his name. norman reedus thank you <clears throat> kind of looks like him the movie starts out and the chick the main his wife it's him his wife and his two kids okay he works at a place where they uh keep an eye on if the mountain is moving or not <laughs> so and Jenny and I are kind of like, okay, well, let's see. I, this has got to be good. You know, it's a Norwegian film. It's got to be good. We're, we're about uh, five minutes into it, and he's kind of manic, and then him and his wife are getting together, and his son hates him, his daughter, you know, and he's like, okay, whatever. Weird dynamic through the whole family, and, like, the stuff they're eating is all kind of different and stuff. Like, he's eating, like, a piece of bread that looks like cheese, mayonnaise, and pickles, and he's just, like, munching it. I'm like, eh, it's just kind of different stuff. I love it. Okay. And so they're, they're getting ready to – they have a scene where she's like, are you ready to move out of this town? And he's like, I don't know if I should. And she's like, well, you better get ready to pack it up. And he's like, oh, you want me to pack things up? And you're like, oh, here we go. Here's the whole thing. So he's, like, coming at her, like, trying to get close to her, and she goes, no tickling. No tickling. <laughs> I'm like, that's hilarious. That is. Like, was whatever. that? Hold on. Was that the? No, uh, the, the, the bottom. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. So like, that was. Okay. So like, so you're no actually watching tickling. it subtitled. You're not even watching it dubbed. No subtitles. Oh, I'm nice. reading the whole thing. Okay. So after they get to the no tickling part, kid walks in. He's like, I'm not on the kitchen counter again, guys. And I'm like, oh man, sexuality's wild in Norway, dude. So they're like, okay, we're getting. Well, then they're packing their bags, and they're like, "Gusenfragen, uh, Udenfraud," and then they're like, uh, "They speak German." Yeah, I know. Uh, they they go double check, double check, double check. They keep they keep saying du double, double double check. Yep, is double check. So it was weird that in this movie you can't understand a damn thing, and then they're like, "Did you do double check?" Oh, double check. I double check the Grundfrager. You know, like all this shit. I'm like, this is great, dude. This is fucking awesome. I love this shit. So we get into it. Then it just starts getting a little weird. They have 10 minutes whenever this mountain breaks off. The guy, it, he, he freaks out. He's like, guys, I'm reading all the... He takes his fucking books. He's moving, right? He's got all of his work books in this thing, right? All these work binders. And he goes, they're moving. And he's like, throws them into trash. And he's like... <laughs> Time to move. And I'm like, well, fuck. You think he'd, like, give that back to the place he was working or maybe just hold on to him? Like, they get rid of everything. Mm -hmm. uh, it's crazy. 
And they live, their son's like, I don't want to leave here, dad. And he's like, we got to leave. He's like, get over. pretty much the dad's like, get over it. We're moving. I don't care. You're 16. Shut up. And he's looking out and he's sitting on like a, a lake or like the ocean where there's just mountain peaks going back and forth as this water's maneuvering through. It's the most beautiful thing you could ever see. Like, uh, he's mad about leaving Yonse. Yeah. Yonse. Yeah, no Yonse. This yeah. is the most beautiful creation Fuck on yeah. God's earth right now. Snow capped mountains, the sun's going down. I'm like, this is awesome. So he's freaking out because he starts to read uh, that these water levels are dropping and they have all these sensors. So he's starting to pick up on the sensors, right? The other people sure. in his work are like, uh, it's nothing. Don't worry Don't about it. Don't worry about it, bud. So he's supposed to be moving his kids and he's like a jackal. The wife's always like, okay, the wife's so forgiving. She works at a hotel. He's like, you know, forgetting to pick up his kids and fucking not helping pack and all this shit. And she's like, can you help pack? I'm like, man, Norway, they got it figured out, bud. Mm -hmm. Um, so <clears throat> he's supposed to be taking the kids on this ferry, but he starts to like, he's getting ready to get on the ferry and he gets like this weird vibe that the mountain is going to move and it's going to fall in. And everybody's like, the mountain's quiet. You know, once the mountain grabs you, then you can't go away. So he rushes back with his kids to his work, right? <clears throat> Takes his kids. He's, his daughter's like five. His son's like 16. Takes him back to his work. Um, he's like, hold on, I'll be right back. Goes into the work. He sees that the meters are off. He's like, I got to go check it out. Switch to the next scene. He's in a helicopter flying to the mountain. Jen goes, are his kids still in the car? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, shit, I guess they forgot about that. Like, they just switched to the next scene and didn't really go back and check the fluidity. So I'm like, yeah, I didn't even think of that. His kids are still in the car. So he takes this, takes a, 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 a helicopter into the mountains, puts it on the roof. Uh, decides to get out like his belaying stuff and he's going to go off the side and check inside of the mountain to see if the sensors, all the cables, if, if it's falling off of the side of the mountain. Well, the things are compressing. The mountain's compressing. It's not expanding. So they're like, we got nothing to worry about. It's actually falling back in on itself. Right, sure. So then he does all that, gets back on the helicopter, goes back, shows back up to his work and goes to his car and he's like, the kids are gone. He's like, oh, I forgot I was gone for seven hours. And my kids are fucking, they walked home or whatever. And I'm like, oh, no, they came back. He just left those motherfuckers in the car. Well, they called the mom. The mom picked him up, took him back to the fucking hotel. So the, she's where pissed. she works. No. No. He goes back there and he's like, oh, I'm in so much trouble. Oh, and she's like, hey, bud, you can't Save leave. the world. You can't leave your kids in the car for seven hours. Just, just a heads up. Yeah, not like, a good idea. And he's like, I, a won't, good look. I won't do that again. So he Thank decides you. to take the daughter and go back to the house because she wants to sleep in the house for the night. He realizes now that all the sensors are going off, right? All the sensors are fucking going wild. And sure. the people at the place are like, oh, shit. Well, they call him and he's like, oh, are the sensor's going crazy. And he's like, yeah. <coughs> he's like, well, the, that's the mountain. Well, the guy, the two guys who were, were the head of that little station he was working at, they're like, we'll go check it out on the mountain. And so they go in there, they go check out the crevice. Well, now the sensors are going crazy. They're in this crevice of the mountain. The mountain is actually compressing. So they're like stuck in this place. A boulder falls and lands on this guy's ankle. So now he's stuck in the mountain. Well, then all this shit starts coming down, knocks the rock away. They go to the rock slide, and the guy takes his belt clip off, and he's like, clips it on the other guy. And he's like, what are you doing? And he's like, this rope ain't going to hold both of us. 
And so the rocks start falling down, and he falls down immediately. Well, they show the other guy, and he's kind of hunkered down at the edge of the mountain, but all this rock's falling on him. They never come back to him. Like, that was just a scene. They're that like, was just I, a deal. I guess he fucking died. <laughs> I don't know. I guess a, that was just like a symbol, symbolism. Like, um, okay. you're going to get pummeled by rocks instead of falling sure. straight off this mountain. <laughs> so they never come back to that. He's, he's on the phone with the guys as they're being crushed by the mountain. Now the mountain falls. They got 10 minutes to get the fuck out of town. They sound the oh, alarms. Oh, yeah, they're done, though, bud. They sound the alarms. This, his wife's got to get everyone out of the fucking, uh, out, of, out of the hotel. And he's got to get his daughter out of town. So he's taking his okay. daughter out of town. He calls the wife. She's not calling. She's knocking on everybody's door going, wake up. This is not a drill. This is not she a drill. She is fucking some asshole, some asshole named Philip comes out. And he's like, is this a drill? And his wife's like, is this? And he's like, shut up. Is this a, what's going on here? And she's like, no, it's real. Get the fuck out. We got 10 minutes to get on this bus. They're going to put everyone in the hotel on a bus and take them to high ground, right? <laughs> okay. She's knocking on everybody's door. She can't find her son. Her son's down in the basement skateboarding because he's cool. He's going to skateboard he's in the basement. He's skateboarding in, in the, the basement, basement like leaning the cube because yes, that was my yes, shit, dude, as a that's kid. A I just wanted a, a bomb gleaming. shelter that's with it. a fucking that's, half that's pipe like doing. Christian Slater and That's what he's doing cube. down in the basement. Fuck, the that's cool. So they have a little element of that. And so then, okay, so she's got to get it. She, she finally gets a hold of the husband. They got six minutes left before everyone's dead. They're like, hey, well, did you get the kid? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, all right. And he's like, I'm coming to rescue you. And she's like, no, we're getting on a bus. We're getting out of here. You don't, you don't have time to come to the hotel and get me. And he's like, oh, no, I got to come to the hotel. And she's like, promise me you won't come to the hotel. And he's sitting at this light, like, whether to go right Looking or left. at the hotel. And this way's to the hotel, this way's to the to high ground. And he's like, uh. And I'm like, time is fucking ticking. You only have 10 minutes. Like, this is a quick deal. This is not like we got two days before this happened. That was the best part about uh, uh, Dante's Peak was like, I'm like, no, you're not outrunning the lava flow. But Maybe. Maybe. Probably I don't know. Not. I've never seen lava. Lava flows, I think they move pretty quick. Uh, I, that's just me. I could be wrong. So Philip and no, his no wife. For on lava flows. Philip and his wife. Philip's wife wants to help look for Sandra, which is the kid's name, the boy. <coughs> so they go help him, right? They go help the mom in the hotel, try to search for this kid. <coughs> they find him in the basement. Well, shit, guess what? Tidal waves there. Good thing the wife had read that there's a bomb shelter in the hotel in case of a tidal wave. So they're running towards it. The kid and Philip already get in, and now the mom and the... The lady, uh, uh, like uh, Marie or something like that, she's out and she's just like staring at this giant wave coming out. She's staring at the wave. And so the wave's coming. And she's, the, the mom pulls her back and she's like, hey, we got to get to this shelter. So they get in the shelter. Philip's trying to hold it. Well, Margaret or whatever, the lady, just the water takes her and slides her past the door. And Philip's like, oh, no, couldn't get her. Well, the, the mom hangs onto the door and gets in. And Philip's got the door open now going, Hey, my wife's out there. And she's like, close the fucking door. She's gone. She fucking washed away, bud. We got to close this door or we're going to fucking die. They kind of close the door, but water's still getting in. So the husband ends up getting the daughter halfway away, but the wave ends up taking them, whatever. I won't spoil the end if, okay. if anyone does. I, yeah, I think I'll watch it. No, I'm going to spoil the end. Okay, um, so then uh, the, the mom is in this room with Philip and her son. Philip starts freaking out because the water's filling up. He's like, motherfucker, it's fucking ridiculous. His wife's dead. 
he starts to drown both of them. And the mom kind of looks like an older Brooklyn Decker. What? Philip starts to drown her. On, she like gets on, a, on purpose because he's freaking out. So he just decides to start holding their heads underwater. Is he using it to like hold himself out of the water? Because that no, makes every, sense. No, he's fine. <laughs> he's fine. He's fi- I mean, afterwards, you could probably kind of lay on their bodies. You know what I mean? Tessa says, oh, it sounds like Dante's peak. It's, <laughs> it's the same as every movie ever. Yeah, sure. um, so then he goes up. He uh, Philip's trying to drown him. So the mom is... Gets back up out of the water, so he's like, oh, I can't kill you. I'm going to kill your son. Starts holding the son under. The son like, is like swimming in the sand. I'm like, swim down a little bit. Come on, bud. Swim down and come back up in a little spot because they have an air pocket in this room, right? Just like an air pocket about this high. That's why they're freaking out. They only have that much air left in this thing. Sure. But the door is now covered, so it's not filling up with any more. Yeah. They just got to figure out a way to fuck out of this place. Naturally. Philip starts drowning the the son. Well, she jumps on Philip's shoulders and gives him a fucking leg lock of the ages. Sonya Blade style, just like Sonya Blade style, bud. Okay. And he's like trying to punch her in the head. That's how I thought I was gonna like. I was so convinced that that's how I was gonna die as a kid. Like just Sonya Blade, just still good suffocating me. Go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead. The uh, so then she's got Philip in a leg lock. And murders him. Good. Fuck the sun comes up. Philip just his body just floats away, and she's going, "Don't look, don't." She's looking her son in the eyes, going, "Don't look." That's intense, bud. Just look. And I'm like, "Oh my god, that's crazy." So oh then god, I speak Norwegian. He just he goes. Oh, he, he floats away. Meanwhile, the husband's like, "All right, little girl, I'm gonna leave you because I got to go find your mom." He goes and finds him in the hotel. First, he goes to the bus that she was supposed to be on. Everyone's dead on the bus, okay? So all the people who got on the bus died. So good job. You could have got them all to the bomb shelter. Good job. You got everyone murdered. Wife. That's why I was like, good job putting them on the bus. <laughs> you know the bus ain't going to make it up that hill. There's traffic jam. There's a traffic jam getting up sure, the hill. Sure, that's, that's going to happen. And then, like, somebody forgets to put their car in fucking park, so it rolls into, like, this lady. And it pins her legs in, and they're all running up the mountain. And they go, oh. and she's like, ah, help me. And they're like, oh, I don't know. Push the fucking car up an inch, bud. Yeah, it's so in she, water, bud. Like, no, it, no, you're not in water oh. yet. You're still going up the mountain. I'm like, hey, hey, this isn't the hardest thing in the world. Get three guys back here to just go, uh, oh, guys, she's free. Yeah. But they're all like, it's a car. She's a goner. And then they finally take off. So then after the wife murders this guy, okay, buddy? He mur- she, she murders Philip. The husband comes to save him. She swims out of this hole. They figure out a way to open the door. The water's receded. She's swimming out of this <coughs> hole. She makes it to the end. The husband and the son, the son's like, I do it, dad. I do it. And he hates the dad the whole time. He fucking hates him. He's like, the dad's like always like oh, aloof and shit. Uh, has like a radio show, never spends any time with his kids, whatever, you know. Uh, you know the whole deal. I do. So he, he fucking hates him. Well, he's like, listen, son, you got to be able to swim through this. So they swim through it. Well, somehow the dad like drowns halfway through. And so the son like pulls him to the other side. And the dad's laying there and the wife's like, ah, 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 ah. And she's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <coughs> and he's laying there, and she goes, 
He's laying there like this. <laughs> and she goes. And just closes his eyes. Oh, and I'm like, wonderful. And I'm like, no fucking way. So the kid, the, the son is in the background going, oh, my God, dad. Dad. And so he's like, no way, no way. He pushes his mom out of the way. And he's like, and he's just pounding his dad, right? It starts blowing into his mouth and nose. Three, three times of doing that. He's back. He's choking up water. Come on, bud. Meanwhile, the mom's like, hang on. This is the same dude that she killed? This is her husband. Different guy. guy okay. This is her husband. The, the boy's, I think, stepfather, maybe. They never really get into it, but they have a tumultuous relationship. Okay. And they kind of call each other by name. You know, never sure. dad or son. I think that's just Norwegian. So then they fucking... The, the wife, buddy, tried for about 15 seconds to save her drowning husband. Like, was like, oh, he ain't coming back. The son is like, no, I'm going to try harder. Sure. The, the guy comes back... What kind of relationship does that leave with you and your wife after that? That she was willing to fucking close your eyes, but you're still like, <sighs> like, oh, I couldn't, ha I can't handle your half dead eyes staring at me. <laughs> Let's go, son. She just fucking, I'm surprised she didn't get a couple of fucking. But the kid didn't give up. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. That paper so like, no, no. And he starts pounding, which I'm like, I hope that's a dummy. Yeah. That, that can't be the actor. He's going to break his actual sternum and fuck him up for good. Because yeah. he's like, oh. And then the dad starts. But the wife, she's like, good to see you. You made it back. And I'm like, what's oh, the great. whole deal here? Hey, uh, turns out I'm not yeah. going to be able to cash in that insurance. Yeah, policy. never mind. Go ahead and cancel all never the paperwork mind. on never that. For, sorry about that. You're not getting life insurance in that town. Maybe not. In that little mountain village. James, James Carlton. James Carlton. You some. But he'll probably murder you, too. If you don't go with him, <laughs> so that was the, that's that movie. It's it's Jenny never stays awake. She stayed awake the whole movie. She stayed awake for a Norwegian disaster film. I'm, I was into. It. I'm into it. <laughs> I I'm, I'm into it. It's an hour forty five. It's an hour forty five. They could have cut about twenty minutes of fat out of it. Okay, well that's fine. But I mean, the first, you know, you just, it's, no not, it's, not, often, it's not often you get to uh, really dive into the subtle nuances of Norwegian cinema. That's what I'm saying. Right. And like when foreplay is tickling. Daddy oh, dude, I've, I've watched plenty of tickle porn. Daddy likes tickling. I'm into it. No, I really it's don't. A, it's don't not, it's fine. Don't tickle me either. But I mean, I am, you know, <clears throat> as someone who. Uh, celebrates BDSM of all no sorts. No tickling. Uh, tickling is a very effective torture method. Very effective. So I bet you can't tickle me. Make I'm me laugh. probably good on that. I'm not really interested in tickling you, pal. Um, but you know, bet yeah. you can't. I believe you. I probably you know bet what? You can't make me I'm, laugh by I'm, tickling me. I'm a betting man. This uh, is my most tickless. Spot. Oh, you're an inner thigh guy. Yeah, me too. Yeah, you're you're gonna get a giggle or two. And uh, <laughs> uh, Ready for the next commercial break? <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Well, <clears throat> I don't know. I got a little worked up today. I feel like I kind of blew my wad a little bit. What were we going to do? I have crystals. Crystals. That's what we're going to do. We got 45 minutes to get into the fucking let's rock and roll, bud. Okay? Let's. It's like. Uh, What's his name? Uh, 
was it? CSI? Fucking, what's his face? Caruso? David Daniel? David, David Caruso? Caruso? I think it's time we rock and roll. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> What song? <laughs> fucking The Who. I know it was The Who, but what was that? That's how they open the fucking every episode. I know. I'm just Oh, well, where was my Yeah. <laughs> There's somewhere in the No Tickle. Yeah! Rob- <laughs> Robbie Dodge just lived and died by Steve's description of a Norwegian B movie. <laughs> Oh, fuck. The broads are getting all fucking... They're getting all lathered up about rocks, bud. <laughs> oh, Lady Boner. Said I did it for you. You con Dr. Disrespect. And because I still believe every word, every moment, never, never, never gonna show you. I did it for you and the boys. Coach Coach said, that's a life insurance agent. I want, hook me up with a policy and does the dirty work. Well, that's that's your 314-961-4800. Get a rate, get a knife in your neck. Get both of those things. Dude, if James actually listened to our show, he'd be like, God, He's the best guy ever. are you doing, guys? Uh, he we called him Jesus. Is. We wished he was our dad. We wished he was our dad for a long time. Long time. Made so many sexual references. No doubt. About him. Pfft, now we're bountiful. just, we, we call him a murderer <laughs> on a daily basis. Well, it's really been a nice character arc for him. I, I would put it on a level of, it's almost a Jamie Lannister-esque, you know? Pretty guy. I want you guys to tag your favorite uh, person who loves crystals or tag your favorite person who hates crystals. Send them the Twitch feed in a message and say, this is the fucking best. This is in the a best text thing. message. In a text you message. Copy the t- you copy the, the link. The Twitch thing. You, you go to the text, text message. message. You go, this, invite these one guys here are about to organic. talk about crystals. We're about to get crystally. Crystal. <laughs> and uh, what? Okay, like Herfie wants to get witchy. Allie wants to get witchy. I knew they I'm would. I'm sure my wife wants to get witchy. She just tuned in. Uh, let's get witchy. Boom. First thing we got here. I don't know anything about crystals. I'll be the first person to admit it. I know that Jenny put one by some plants, and they rocketed off one time. And it There's a of, lot of ZZZing going on in the, in the, in the comments well, section maybe, here. Uh, maybe while I'm reading this. Alan might have some thoughts on okay, a few things. Sure. I don't know. Sure. I don't know if he Maybe if he, he will. Alan, you awake? <laughs> so I want to learn more about crystals, guy. Okay. All right, bud. I do. Do they have a healing on a, on a on a on a on a, on a molecular level, on a frequency level? We we know them to not be solid state, right? I mean, Which that's kind wild. that's the wildest shit. Well, what is solid state? I, I'm not a physicist. I don't, I don't know the answer to your question. We see crystals every day in the form of salt, sugar, gemstones, and snowflakes. Crystals are prized for their beauty in gemstones and valued for their utility in many electronic products. Some people believe crystals have spiritual and healing qualities as well. Their orderly repeating patterns are a marvel of nature and chemistry. That's the deal. They can sometimes be one molecule in like a crystalline structure in like a really... What's your face doing over there? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm Crystals can stuff. form in many shapes from simple cubic structures to hexagonal to double pyramids to tall spires with up to 10 sides or more. Some are not symmetrical, 
from one side to the other. The shape of the crystal structure is determined by its chemical components and chemical bonds. Sure. Sometimes the crystalline structure carries over into the liquid state and becomes a liquid crystal, often used in today's technologies. Common crystals. LCD, right? Okay. Quartz is a crystal that many people know. It grows in six-sided columns and can come in a range of colors depending on the chemical impurities. The amethyst gemstone is a type of quartz with chemicals in it that give a rich purple color. Table salt is a crystal that forms from two chemicals, sodium and chloride, that come together in a cube-shaped crystalline structure. Epsom salts used in healing are made from magnesium and sulfur and form a spiky crystal shape. Okay. Okay. So where do they come from? Nature crystals, natural crystals, are dug out of the ground where the earth's temperature and pressure cause them to form. Many crystals are also created in labs under controlled condition. Quartz crystals have a natural property called piezoelectricity, an ability to generate an electrical field, which makes them very useful in radio and video equipment. I think that's in watches, correct? Isn't that what fucking quartz watches? Sure, yeah. The, whole deal? The, fa- the watch faces is a quartz a lot. Silicon crystals are used in making the chips that power our computers and the photovoltaic cells used in solar technology. Crystals are often cut and polished into gemstones used in jewelry. Crystals are often used as decorative gifts and focal points for meditation and healing practices. Buddy, uh... I'm supposed to not believe in crystals when I'm fucking watching them every day and putting them on my food and shit. Like, sure. I'm not supposed to believe in the other. Uh, have I been so asinine to deny myself the power of crystals? You can make your own crystals. There's obviously a bunch of, bunch of ways to kind of do it. <clears throat> crystals are beautiful rock formations that have made uh, humans for thousands of years. They are used for many different things, not just for decoration. Many of the first radios ever invented use crystals to transmit the radio waves. Oh, watches like quartz watches still use crystals to this day. They have always been viewed as something of beauty and are still often placed with diamonds and other stones inside. The majority of crystals now are man-made in laboratories. They are extremely rare to find on Earth. Um, Crystals are nothing more than an established batch of molecules or atoms. They come in different shapes, sizes. Each one has different characteristics. What they are made of determines how they will form. Some crystals can be made from salt, cubed. Some examples are diamonds or rubies. Uh, They're derived from a different element and form different shapes. When the element carbon is in the form of a diamond, it can be used to cut gemstones. But we use it in every day in other forms for a variety variety of things. Now, let me, you kind of know a little bit about crystals now, a little bit, you know, and I don't know if you found anything more about the kind of what they are on a scientific level. I will. Okay. I will. Uh, but but that global guy did clear up some science for Let's hear us. It, baby. Uh, Let's hear he it. said not a solid state means moving. <laughs> yeah, he's right. Like atoms, aren't they always moving? Like electrons, aren't they always moving? So what what solid state? The neutron? Is the neutron moving? The proton? They're not moving, are they? Or are they still moving around while the electron is moving around them? The state of matter Listen, I went in to which materials America, are bud. not fluid, but retain their boundaries without support. 
the atoms or molecules occupying fixed positions with respect to one another and unable to move freely. That's what solid state is, pal. Palo. Palo. So solid state. But aren't they moving on a molecular level? Maybe on a frequency level. Yeah, sure. Interesting. Electric field. What do you mean? Aren't snowflakes crystals? That's what they said. <clears throat> they said that. Um, every molecule vibrates. This vibration can alter the frequency of other oh. Oh. Or oh, alter shit. the shit. energy of... Uh, do we have a... Um, what's your face doing over there? <laughs> it is said that crystals were created as Earth was formed in this partially proven, and this was partially proven in 2014. Scientists found a zircon crystal in Western Australia, which dated back 4.4 billion years. The Earth itself was formed 4.5 billion years ago, according to the scientists. Some thought that the Earth's core was once a giant crystal. What do you think? A crystal is a solid where the atoms form a periodic arrangement. A crystal structure, an arrangement of atoms in a crystal, is characterized by its unit cell, a small imaginary box containing one or more atoms in a specific spatial arrangement. The unit cells are stacked in three-dimensional space to form the crystals. Uh, it's, it's different. Still kind of fucks with me. Call me crazy, Ooh. those mad. I'm just saying. Oh, you put quartz inside my disk drive, and I'm jizzing like old faithful. Call me crazy, those magic rocks make me a skunk factory. Got a jade dilly the other day I'm hoping to lose inside me in a public square, while onlookers treat me like a toilet. Ooh, squirt. Call me Pigbot. <laughs> He's a fucking monster. He's on one today. He's a deviant. <clears throat> so what's an example of something that's not solid state? Water? Liquid. All liquids? Liquid like gas. Mm-hmm. So mm -hmm. the molecules there aren't bound together? Is that the deal in a structure? The so-called... <clears throat> The so-called crystalline state corresponds fundamentally to the solid state, but with very special characteristics. Matter is considered strictly crystalline if the atoms, ions, or molecules that compose it are distributed in the three independent directions of space in a regular and repetitive way. So... Will you do me a favor and look up the definition of superfluidity? Yeah. The most important experimental differences between solid crystals and liquid crystals with three-dimensional order are suggested to be that liquid crystals with optically active molecules form twisted structures, whereas solid crystals do not, and that similar liquid crystal phases of different compounds mix. Hmm. What did you say there? Super what? Superflu I got it. The property of flowing without friction or viscosity, as in liquid helium. It's a characteristic philosophy where, where when stirred, a superfluid forms vortices that you continue to rotate indefinitely. Yeah, so it's just moving. Fuck. Because there's something with it if like 10% of the hydrogen ad or the helium atoms turn to superfluidity, they structure to make it superfluid. Like they all fall in line. 
It's fucking wild, man. Sim- liquid crystal phases of uh, different compounds mix in all proportions where solid crystal phases generally do not. Hmm. So it's the shape of the molecules over and over again in a pattern. That's pretty cool. So fucking wild, okay. bud. So with that being said, uh, how does uh, so if we're is it a frequency question then? Like, is it our vibe? Is it our literal vibrations that can be attuned? Like, I know I like to sleep to you know different uh, uh, frequencies, four hundred thirty-two hertz, or just you know tweak with that theta state waves, things like that. Is th- is that where the healing power of of crystals comes from is it at the vibration that they're that they're moving yeah i mean i mean I, I, you know probably we should we should let's let's get there is no like i tried to look up like solid science about crystals and it's i didn't i didn't have the time to really deep dive and a lot of articles were like there's not enough good science on it but i've seen weed articles say that and it's like there's not Two, crystals have been worn as jewelry since as far back as the Stone Age. The Stone Age dates back as far as 2.5 million years ago. Men and women wore crystal jewelry as talismans for protection and to guard themselves from harm. Ancient Egyptians are well known to have believed in crystal healing. Cleopatra and ladies of royalty wore lapis lazuli, malachite, was powdered and applied to wounds to prevent infection, and quartz was placed on the dead to help guide them to the afterlife. The use of healing crystals in Chinese medicine dates back nearly 5,000 years. Crystals and gemstones played an important part in these traditional practices. Acupuncture, for instance, consisted of stone needles. Nowadays, the needles are metal. So original acupuncture when you use a fucking they sharpen fucking stone. <clears throat> cool. Not no fucking needle. Well, I mean, I guess the idea is is like <clears throat> the first step to believing crystals can heal is believing that you have optimum uh, energetic health, right? Like something that is very hard to measure with Western scientific medical equipment. Uh, how good you feeling? Uh, I'm somewhere. You know, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, somewhere that we've got to find balance between these these two worlds. No doubt. You know, like we've got to find because basically the uh, to cast out crystal healing as a pseudoscience or something like that. You have to believe that disease can't be made in energy centers in the yeah. energetic body. You have, to, you have to believe that uh, sickness isn't manifested. And if you do believe that you can manifest uh, sickness through, you know, uh, energy centers or things like that, uh, uh, maybe chi flow, things like that. If you do believe in that, then somewhere in your ethos, you've got, you know, if you're really buying in, if you're buying into the idea that you have an energetic health to, you know, to to maintain, then you have to buy into the the healing power of, of crystals. Look up <clears throat> crystal nanostructure and how crystals... So, yeah, so like a lot of Western doctors would say there's no such thing that uh, cancer can't come from energetic trauma. There's a lot of other people that are like, no, I mean, you know, if you're holding on to fuck, yeah, if you're burying anger and stress in you, you're probably going to bring out like there is a correlation there where Western medicine is like, yeah, stress isn't good. 
uh, increasing the amount of cortisol yeah. in your body, probably not good for your body. Uh, that's kind of an understanding, but also they separate stress from here's a pill for your stress from things that would otherwise <clears throat> be, uh, we're starting uh, to get there. We're getting there. <clears throat> Thank we're God for like there. Dr. Tiffany and shit like that. Like people like that. It's like, no doubt. Well, we've got, we've got a ton of powerful women in our group that honestly straight up yeah, settle down. Don't start telling them that. Don't fucking, I know. Well, you let them vote, you know, you let them fucking vote, you let them vote. Next thing you know, they get jobs. And then after that, they got opinions. I'll tell you, bud. Riveting. Riveters. We had a thing. Rosie? Rosie the Riveter? It started with riveting. It all started with riveting. (laughs) The scientists used a sophisticated laser to encode information into minuscule formations known as nanostructures inside fused quartz. The structures alter the way light travels through the glass, allowing the data to be read by special optical devices. Get the fuck out of here. That's awesome. (coughs) Crystals are used in modern medical practices. All crystals have different properties, some of which are used in ultrasounds. If you're wondering uh, how, then I will... If you're wondering how, I'll try my best to explain. There are crystals which are piezoelectric crystals. Piezo? Piezoelectric? Okay. This means that when compressed, the crystals produce electrical currents and absorb sound. When you apply electricity to these crystals, it makes them change shape, causing vibrations, which then produce sound. Therefore, these crystals can send and receive waves. These sound waves produce pictures of the the inside of the body. For example, a a scan photo of a baby, pretty mind-blowing. You can find crystals to treat illnesses and imbalances on all levels. Huh. Each crystal has its own individual healing properties. You can either choose a crystal for a specific purpose, or you can choose one at random. When choosing one at random, trust your intuition. You will be drawn to one. And make sure you hold the crystal and feel like it's the one for you. I like that. Himalayan salt rock also has healing properties. And it comes in many forms. Whether it's a lamp or a candle tea light, they are great to have in your home. They're not just beautiful to look at, but have healing properties. Uh, They remove impurities from the air, reducing allergens and asthmatic symptoms. If you're poorly, they can help you ease coughing. Crystals are formed naturally. can be found uh, in plenty different places. There was a... Oh, God, there's a geode on here. He's got some crystals in here that are wild. Um, okay, so that's kind of the deal on that. Um, just some kind of interesting facts. Chris Coach says light's just one form of molecules, and the plant is another form of molecules. Crystals are one form of molecules, people are another form of molecules. And maybe I can send this to you, this, and we can throw it up on the screen. Sure, yeah, send it to the uh, to our messenger, messenger, yeah. Um, look, I I gotta tell you, I um. I just have such a huge breadth of acceptance in my ethos uh, as far as, like, what can be used for healing. Like, if there's one thing I am absolutely not an authority on, it's, you know, uh, well, it's everything. But especially, uh, you know, like, how people can heal diseases. I have no frame of reference. I have no idea. Listening, like, uh, I'm going to bring him up two days in a row. Dude, my wife's going to figure it out so hard. Dr. Joe Dispenza, like that's, two days his, in a row, that's bud? his life's work. I'm going to bring it out. But like the dude fucking healed himself from six broken vertebrae with the, you know, like, and teaches a method that a lot of other people are like, 
worked for me. You know, like you, now, so you can buy into diet mindset, healers, all of that. Dude. Like, it's really hard for people to fucking accept Crazy. that. And I'm with it because I'm like, eh, that guy's a fucking charlatan. I don't know shit about shit. I don't know man. shit about nothing, but here's what I do know. I know it does. It never hurts for somebody to believe that they can heal themselves. No. However, they ch- whatever that vehicle is, if they believe that they're healing themselves, it's not my place to say you're li- you're lying to yourself. You're living a yeah, lie. How are you gonna do that to somebody? Like, it, dude, it's this, it's the it's the fucking person who takes mean, fucking. Bud? It's the person who who takes pride in like fucking telling kids there's no fucking Santa Claus. <laughs> Jesus, my kids are watching right now. Oh, shit. It's the same fucking deal. It's like, I'm not going to steal but that. We're magic. kidding. Those people are kidding. Yeah, they're they say clearly that. saying. They're clearly, kidding. Clearly kidding. They're kidding. My kids are. Yeah, I know. Uh, we're good. The uh, point is, is, like, dude, how, what, how does allowing people to believe in magic affect my well-being or happiness? Matter of fact, that looks pretty Unless they start to burn you. Like that looks pretty like, fun. Hey, this fucking but crystal wizard over here, burn him. It wasn't the fucking, but it wasn't the fucking magic people putting people on the fucking stake. No, no, stake. no, but I'm saying they believed it was in people, it. It was people they, wanting to burn the magic Yeah, they people. believed in it enough to burn people over it. They're like, oh, I don't need that shit. So that's a different form of belief. A little different. Thing. little different. Belief takes different forms. Believe it does. Uh, my point is... Is that the first step to healing, as we said yesterday, is believing that we can heal. I don't give a fuck if that's radium in a pill or that's or that's you putting, a, you know, a, a rose quartz Merkaba on your fucking heart chakra. I, whatever, whatever it is, you, the first thing you got to do is believe that you are capable of healing. Yes. That's the first. That's number no one. That's fucking modus operandi, bud. That's what you got to do. It's all about the rhythm, bud. And I sent that to you, and uh, I got it. Um, crystals are repeating three-dimensional arrangements of atoms, ions, or molecules. We got that. Almost any solid material can crystallize. Fucking weird. Even DNA. Chemists from New York University, Purdue University, and Argonne National Laboratory recently created DNA crystals large enough to see with the naked eye. All right, bud. Okay. You're up there. No, no, this isn't the one right now. I Shit got the bed. Sorry, the pal. Sorry, pal. Damn it, man. Sorry, Damn pal. it, man. Sorry, we, we can go on to that, though. Was the other one in Makate? What was the other one? No, no, no. It, they're the same one. I just sent it to you just so you'd have a different. This, this is real quick, and then we can go on to that. Um, tiny silicate crystals, which need high temperatures to form, have been found inside icy comets from the solar system's distant chilly edges. Powerful flares from the sun may have provided necessary heat. In Chihuahua, Mexico, I think you're the one who told me about this place, a limestone cavern a thousand feet below the surface contains the largest crystals in the world. When you asked uh, what's the coolest place on Earth, yeah, yeah, that was my that was my pick. Glittering gypsum formations up to six feet in diameter and thirty six feet long, weighing as much as fifty five tons. Bud. Um, you may be sitting in a gypsum cave right now. It's a primary component of drywall. Yeah, gypsum board. Uh, the streets of New York are paved. Uh, the bedrock is studded with opal, beryl, chrysoberyl, garnet, and three kinds of tourmaline. In 1885, a garnet weighing nearly 10 pounds was discovered beneath 35th Street near Broadway. 
close to uh, Macy's in New York. According to urban lore, it was unearthed during a subway construction by a laborer. Interesting. Okay. The so-called subway garnet was sold within a day, reportedly for a hundred dollars, which is just twenty three hundred bucks in today's dollar. In today's dollars, the Dude, unit. Look at, look at this fucking joint. Ooh, yeah, pop that place on. That is the weirdest place. It doesn't look real. So it's it it's normally filled with water, and they have to do they they go down there to take samples and shit like that. Uh, How weird do you feel down there? What's that? How weird would you feel down there? Well, apparently it is amazingly hot down there. Like, really? outrageously hot. Uh, but how cool is that, though? You know what Springfield has? I'm sure St. Louis does somewhere. Dude, but if you go to it. Springfield, they have, a, uh, they have a salt vault that you can go and sit in. It's like the whole entire room are these giant slabs of, of uh, yeah. Himalayan salt. I'm into it. Pretty fucking cool. I'm down with it. Uh, to answer Global Guy's question... Um, I, I think when a lot of people speak about energy, they're, they're, they're speaking about how the soul body manifests itself, right? So um, we know that we have a physical meat suit that, that works throughout it. We also know that in order, at, at optimum health, uh, there is, I don't know, electrical currents moving throughout this uh, soul body that everything is communicating kind of in harmony. This is me taking a lot of liberty trying to explain what what I would be talking about. So the idea is, you know, there's this there's an energetic body, which a lot of people would call soul. Uh, Maybe maybe I I, I think soul is the best word because I I wouldn't even necessarily say consciousness because there is a level of. It's more consciousness to me is a little bit more visual like when i think about consciousness i think about how we're bringing awareness to our brain uh yeah i mean but but i feel like it's a it's more of a sight word i'm i'm with you but it that's how that's how i would say blind people see is through consciousness right like they see through their consciousness so when i talk about when i talk about the soul i'm talking about the thing that feels a certain way uh when gotcha you know when you hear that fucking song that tears you up or, you know, when you see your kid do something that makes you proud for when the first Kush time. Kush just picks you up. When Kush Coach slips a finger threshold. or two in you as he's carrying you across. You didn't do that to you? I got, I got, I guess Damn I paid it. extra. Um, <clears throat> so the idea is, is to have that body in harmony with yeah. this body. Because I believe, uh, my belief of God changes every day, right? Because I think God changes every day. Uh, I think God is, Still learning. God is, you know, experiencing. And so my idea of that kind of changes all the time. My idea of what happens after me, really, like, there's not much fear attached to it because when I, when this body's gone, I feel as though this energy that I'm talking about goes back. It, it's, it, it lives on. So maybe it embodies something else or some, you know, somebody else or something else. Uh, but that's how I'm trying to explain this to, uh, uh, for, for the question. So what, 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 what I would mean when I'm saying energy, gotcha. you put all of that stuff in order. Um, typically you'll see those people. Now I think that there is a, just like anything, there's a shadow side of everything. You get too lost in this stuff. You know, if you don't find a healthy balance between 
your third dimensional reality and your fucking fourth, fifth, sixth dimensional reality. If you don't find a healthy balance between that, I don't think that you can <clears throat> truly live uh, your best experience in this in this time. Did you watch Soul yet? Not yet, but I'm 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 excited to. It's it's pretty interesting it on some of that stuff. I'm gonna check it out. So yeah, I, energy is like a. I mean, energy itself, I think, scientifically, is pretty easy to explain. Uh, but, you know, as far as, uh, you know, even when we talk about on a, on a very rudimentary level, I don't have the energy for that. Or, well, it's, it's your life force. I don't, you know, that's, that's what we're saying. I don't know that I got the juice to complete that task today. Maybe I can charge this battery. Energy is just, it's just, a, we're just a battery cell and energy is the, is the fucking juice that fills up the fucking cell. That's where I'm at. Yeah. We need sleep. Got to, got to fucking shut her down. That That's weird? like getting plugged into the wall and you're charging up, it's whatever. So with sleep still kind of fucking blows me away. Yep. Like, Hey, you got to fucking, your body's got to go to, into a quiet place mentally. Like, Hey, this thing. It's just going to go lay down somewhere for for a minute with its eyes closed. Yeah. And it's like, what is that thing doing? Like, if you just got here today, you'd be like, huh. And you didn't know the concept of sleep. You'd be like, it's kind of weird that they just got to. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, sure. It seems like they could be easily attacked. Um, the unit of measurement uh, for gemstones had a humble beginning. Carrot comes from the uh, Greek word karation or carabine which was used for a standard of weighing small quantities. It is the equivalent of 200 milligrams or about 0.007 ounce. A fancy, intense, a fancy intense pink diamond recently set a world record when it was purchased at auction for $46 million. That's crazy. The Kulianan diamond is the largest known gem diamond, or actually it was. It weighed 3,100 carats or nearly a half pound when it was discovered in South Africa in 1905. Oof. It's been cut into a hundred different stones. Uh, for the rest of us, no, that's kind of it. All right, we can go on to the next thing. So do you want to see that article? Yes, that's the one. Okay. Yes, that is the one. Yes. I, I wanted to gift. see the 10 rarest crystals, and we can kind of go through that. These are the 10 rarest crystals. And, and <clears throat> You were talking about, uh, okay, starting out, number 10. Oh, it's a pretty one. Alex. Ooh, it's a pretty one. Alexandrite. Fa- found in the Ural Mountains in Russia, Brazil, India, Madagascar, Tanzania, oh. and Sri Lanka. Is that glowing? My God. I'll bet it's probably Lit. backlit. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. 70 Gs a carat. Mmm. Point zero zero seven an ounce. It's a lot. Uh, alexandrite is the unique color-shifting variation of the chrysoberyl crystal. Although alexandrite is more common than some of the other rare crystals on the list, large gemstone-quality crystals are extremely rare and difficult to find. This is why the maximum value for a high-quality alexandrite stone is about 70 Gs a carat. Fuck off. Uh, best examples shift from green to bluish green in daylight and red to purplish red Fuck in incandescent off. light. Uh, Alexandrite was named for Tsar Alexander II because of for many years this rare crystal was only found in the Ural Mountains of Russia. 
A majority of the largest and better quality alexandrite crystals still come from the Ural Mountains, but stones are also found in Brazil, India, Madagascar, Tanzania. How and Sri Lanka. Can cool, I take a guess buddy. at which one of what one of these is? Because, buddy, what's your yeah. gemstone? You know what your gemstone is? Ooh, it's yellow, and I do not like it. So here's the deal. Mine is like a pea green, okay? And as a kid, I'm like, dude, people get diamonds and rubies blue, and emeralds. My favorite. Uh, yeah, C- sapphires. Dude, citrine's great. Citrine's a great stone. Oh, no, mine's topaz. Citrine and Topa- topaz. Well, topaz can be many different colors. But, okay. yeah, yellow topaz, I guess. Uh, citrine's a, like, that's a, that's a money stone, brother. Anyway, I'm going to flash a little bit of my fucking stone knowledge. Mine is peridot. And peridot is like, it's a lime green. How do you spell it? P-E-R-I, like, like. Uh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, P-E-R-I-D-O-T. Peridot. And. It's awesome. Well, most peridot that we know is man-made, right? Damn, it's expensive. Most of it's man-made. So I'm going to guess that it's on this list. I don't want to know where. I'm going to guess that it's on this list because. Holy shit. I believe. Now, I could be totally wrong on this. I believe it is the only gem that is from outer space. It's a cosmological gem. It comes on meteorites. Get the fuck out of here. Fuck yeah. So my wedding band is a meteorite. Aren't we uh, all? Yeah, I mean, after after fucking, (laughs) it came afterwards. Gotcha. Right? Gotcha. Uh, Wasn't formed here. Correct. Uh, And so... Uh, my my wedding band is a meteorite, which I always thought was kind of cool, and I have to fact check this, but I'm pretty sure the ring I wear is older than the Earth I, I inhabit, right? Because it's a, a space rock that had time to fly through space and land here eventually. I think the math shakes out on a that. A little pretentious, but it's fine. Is what it is. I like it. <laughs> uh, so one thing I want to do eventually is add just a sliver of fucking space peridot to it. It's my fucking... My and it's like birthstone. gray and that green color be dope. real nice real together. Yeah, dude. so not all meteorites have peridot, Little but the ones guy. that have uh, the Little ones that have are pretty guy. cool. So, number nine, red barrel. Oh, that's bitch. <laughs> that's awesome. It's like fucking. Looks it like looks the table. like water. It looks like water, kind of like uh, opal does. Like there's some really cool opals that look like the ocean and shit. Damn. You know, this is kind of the same way, but it's red. And that's pretty bitching. One found for every 150,000 diamonds. Located in the Wawa, Mountain, Wawa, Wawa Mountains, Beaver County, Utah, yeah, buddy. Paramount Canyon, and Round Mountain in Sierra County, New Mexico. Beryllium aluminum cyclosilicate with manganese. 10 Gs a carat, boss. Okay. It's also known as Bixbite, rarest form of barrel, but not the most valuable. That distinction belongs to the emerald, which is a green barrel. Red barrel is so rare that it is only found in a few places in the United States. According to the Utah Geological Survey, only one red barrel is found for every 150,000 diamonds. Red barrel was first described in 1904 based on a discovery at Maynard's Claim in the Thomas Mountains in western Utah. The rare crystal was initially named Bixbite for Maynard Bixby, an American Mineralogist. 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 Woo! I like this one because it lets me talk like I'm freaky dicky Dutch. It's been a toit. Been a toit. Reason for rarity is the gemstone quality crystals can only be found in California. 
uh, San Benito County, Northern California, to be uh, exact. Blue barium titanium silicate, three to four G's a carat, bud. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Gemstone quality uh, benetoit has only ever been found in San Benito County in Northern California. Benetoit was first discovered in 1907 by James Couch, and like many of the rare blue crystals on this list, Benetoit was initially believed to be sapphire. Couch sent a sample back to the University of California, Berkeley, where geologist George Lauterbach identified it as a new mineral. Benetoit has been found in other parts of the world, like Arkansas, Japan, and Australia. However, only the Benetoit from California be the only thing found in Arkansas is gemstone Japan. quality and can be made into jewelry. Benetoit was designated as the official state gem of California in 1985. Look at this pretty bitch. Number seven is Larimar. Reason for rarity, it's only found in Republica Dominicana. Uh, location is Republica Dominicana. Uh, mineral compositions, hydrated sodium, uh, sodium calcium silicate with manganese. It's unspecified value. Uh, Larimar of blue pectolite is a rare crystal only found in the Republica Dominicana. Mm. Uh, normal pectolite is a common mineral and is gray. But Larimar is rare because it only occurs in one known place in the world. Oh, let's start. Let's start getting into it, boss. Let's do it, Number boss. six, black opal. Only found one area in Australia. Location, the Lightning Ridge of New South Wales. Oh, buddy. <laughs> hey, oh, bro. Buddy, uh, bro. Mineral composition, hydrated amorphous form of silica. 2,300 Gs a carat. The opal is the national gemstone of Australia, and the black opal is the rarest and most valuable form of opal. Pretty much all of the world's black opal comes from the town of Lightning Ridge in northern New South Wales, Australia. Opal was first discovered in Lightning Ridge in the late 1880s, but the first black opal were not found until 1903. The most famous black opal in the world, the Aurora Australis, which, of course was found at Lightning Ridge. The Aurora Australis is a massive black opal that weighs 180 carats and is 3 inches by 1.8 inches. This rare crystal also has a vibrant pattern with strong red, green, and blue colors against the background. I think that's it. That's uh, pictured there. That's, the, that's one of the coolest shits of all They're time. fucking neat. Number five is Tanzanite. It's only found in a little location uh, in the world. Uh, the uh, Marilani Hills of the Manyara region in northern Tanzania. It's uh, composed of calcium, aluminum, and hydroxyl silicate. Uh, 600 G, a carat. Uh, oh, yeah, it's a pretty stone, though, bud. Look at that guy. That's some tanzanite for you there, dog. Yeah, I'm in. Tanzanite is a blue-violet variation of the mineral zoocyte. This rare crystal is only mined in one place in the world, the Marilani Hills of northern Tanzania. Tanzanite was discovered in 1967 by Maasai tribesmen who found a cluster of highly transparent, intense violet-to-blue crystals. The Maasai tribesmen told local, tri local fortune hunter Manuel D'Souza what he had found, and D'Souza initially thought that it was a new deposit of sapphires. Uh, okay, number four, Granditerite. Uh, gemstone quality crystals are only found in Madagascar and Sri Lanka. 
location, Southern Madagascar, Sri Lanka, and New Zealand. Uh, magnesium. Hey, Bruce in New Zealand. Hey, Bruce. Uh, magnesium, aluminum, borosilicate, 20 Gs a carat. I bet it polishes up real nice like. Oh, yeah, buddy. Granditerite is a very rare crystal that is hardly ever seen in jewelry collections as well as museum and mineral collections. Most of the gemstone quality granditerite is found in Madagascar with smaller amounts found in Sri Lanka and New Zealand. Additionally, the gemstone quality granditerite deposits are very small and quickly depleted. Granditerite was first discovered in 1902 by French mineralogist Alfred Lacroix. Let's fucking give him the last three here. Let's go. I'm looking at them, and they're fucking, one looks like a fucking... Painite! Fruit, fruit cake. Painite. Looks like a fruit cake. Only a few known examples existed for many years, but now more than a thousand samples have been found. It's found in Myanmar, Burma. Of course it is. Uh, mineral compositions, calcium, zirconium, boron, aluminum, and trace amounts of chromium and vanadium. 50 to 60 Gs occur. Ooh, ooh, occur ooh. it. All right. Poodred? Poodred? Until... 2001, there were only three known painite crystals, but in recent years, more than a thousand painite crystals and crystal fragments have been f- discovered in Myanmar. However, only a small amount of these newly discovered painite crystals are gemstone quality and are suitable for faceting. I don't think we're going to, I don't know if they're going to get to mine. Nope. I'm looking, I already got it. Pudratite. <laughs> Pudratite. Fewer, oh, of course, that's where it's from. Value unspecified. Fewer than 50 known specimens. Locations, Mount Saint-Hilary, Quebec, Canada, and Mugok, Myanmar. Potassium, sodium, boron, and silicon. It's kind of neat looking. It's interesting. Uh, It's tied with, I guess, what is to be the number one as the rarest crystal in the world because there are fewer than 50 known samples of Poudrette in the world. This exa- extremely rare crystal was first discovered around 1965 by the Poudret family at the quarry in Mont saint hilary Quebec, Canada. The newly discovered crystal was named for the Poudret family. Yeah, the number okay. one's like so uneventful. That is what? lame. That's so that is lame, lame bud. So lame. They've only found one. Uh, Taphite, mainly Sri Lanka, a handful of pieces found in Tanzania. Beryllium, magnesium, aluminum, 2,500 carat. I don't know. Maybe because it's ugly. <laughs> it's considered the rarest crystal in the world because there are only around 50 known samples of this gemstone. When <laughs> Taphite was first ugly. identified in 1945 <laughs> by Irish gemologist Edward Taffy. There is a starfire opal or something like that. They're though. bitching. Whenever you look at them, the lights make a cross no matter where you're They're looking bitching. at it. That is bitching, dog. That's bitching, bro. Bitching, brew. Oh, what a show today! Yeah, I guess. What? I I I liked I liked today. I had a good day with you. Can't wait to get away from you. Sure. But I mean, good day, man. Guys, come up to Festus, right? You guys gonna come up to Festus? Are you? Okay. Here we go. This is where. This is what I was. Are they gonna uh, come up to Festus? They fucking arda. If if someone doesn't visit me here today at Festus, I'll be fucking sad. Real fucking sad. And do you want Steve's sadness on your? You want you want that on your plate? I'll be super super sad. You trying to be that s- super sad, bud? I'm not. Uh, so to clear things up a little bit, Perido, uh is the first known gem to come from outer space. These extraterrestrial gems come in the form of a palisite meteorite, first discovered 
1749 by Peter Pallas, a famous German naturalist. What does that mean? What's a naturalist? Someone who's natural. Check these out. These are the these are the um, slivers of it here. That's a little sliver of meteorite there on the right. Ooh, is it? Oh, yeah, oh, bud. Oh, ding-dong daddy. Ding-dong daddy, dude. <laughs> ding-dong daddy. You singing these freaks a song? Are you going to sing them a song? I don't know. I'll sing them a song. What do you want me to sing them? Sing them a song. You're the piano. Oh, I'm going to fucking learn that, bud. I'm going to do something acapella. We sing can do something us a song tonight. Well, the, um, you're all in the mood for a melody. melody. That's what we'll do. You got us feeling all right. I need someone to pump me up for the rest of the day. All right. Pump me up. Uh, I always, you know, I, I've done Sam Cooke on the show before. What's another good, uh, just nice little, what's a nice little uh, acapella song, bud? We're not. We're gonna do acapella. I'm gonna do it right now. We're gonna do an acapella. Sing, uh, <laughs> Philip Phillips, home. home? Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping I'd get to sing an American Idol hero. Today. Sing down. Uh, <laughs> let's sing Pearl Jam. Let's wrap. Actually, in all, in all seriousness, listening to Eddie Vedder sing oh black, my God. sing black, like like with no music, just vocals only, you're like, oh my God! This whole time, I thought this guy was just a hack. You know, I didn't really think that. I always quite liked him. But yeah, no, I just thought he was kind of going. And then when you hear it isolated, you're like. Ready no yeah. <laughs> Don't call me Ready daughter. no yeah. Yeah. This know. is what we're gonna do. What are we gonna do, pal? Something to pump me up a little bit. What do you? You know this one. I probably, take a deep breath. I probably don't. Oh. Oh, Ooh. that one I might be able to. I might be able to add a little. No uh, drum. Not drum. Okay, thank you. Not drum. No, I I, I want to enjoy this. <laughs> I want thank to you. enjoy this, pal. <laughs> It's hard to keep a rhythm for three. I can keep it for about 30 minutes. He's not into it, bud. You're not into it. Always is, isn't it? All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got sponsors. Native Hemp Extract. They make the greatest hemp extract product I've ever used. 1,800 milligrams total cannabinoid goodness. Should be on the shelf soon, but here's the fucking deal right now. Delta 8, you got it in your life because you should. It's better than Delta 9 when it comes to edible high. I'll say it. That's where I'm saying. I'm not, I don't want to put words in anybody else's mouth. My body just likes it a little bit better. And the thing is, you can buy it legally. So you should go to nativehempextract.com, enter the code HOSO at checkout, and get it pretty cheap. Um, Why wouldn't you do that? Well, just to be an asshole to me. 314-961-4800. That's James Carlton's number. He said, why don't you give me a call today? It's a chilly day in St. Louis. You know what warms me up? Selling you insurance, giving you a better insurance product. That's why I go to carltoninsurance.net. I, I got my card on my phone. They call me up every couple months. They're like, hey, we're going to save you a couple more bucks. And I'm like, oh, really? Why don't you sell me another insurance product? I'd like to insure my uh, diamond-encrusted cockring collection. And they're like, dude, I got just yeah, a plan for you. I got just a plan for you. You can't have diamond-encrusted cock rings laying around. You can't do it, and bud. Uninsured. God uninsured. damn it. You're putting yourself in, 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 in That's in the dangerous. dumbest thing I've don't ever, ever yeah, heard. Don't do it. 
Adam Bunder, he's on the screen now, and he says, hey, call me in the middle of the night so I can touch myself while we talk about dirty bungalows. That's what he says. That's what he says. That's what he said to me one time. And I said, all right, Adam, I don't know about dirty bungalows, bud. Dirty bungalows. I don't know about dirty bungalows, bud, but sell me one if you will. Get me my dream home. Jesus criminy. It's always, it's always my shit. No, um, mine. Oh, okay. Fair. Uh, Adam McChesney, he, he, does, he does great work. He gets you in front of people you need to be in front of. Oh, yeah. You got to... Oh, 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 Adam McChesney, he does digital marketing. He helps your brand, get your brand in front of people. He's the guy you should be talking to. I'll tell you this, though. I'm going to tell you this, though, Jack. Bo, he knows how to grow. And the Hoosiers have announced the World Series of Weed, where all of the greatest growers across the state of Missouri are going to get to take their genetics. Well, we're going to, you know, the Hoosiers. This is where the fucking Hoosiers can step up, Step baby. up and be somebody. This is where our Hoosier group can step up and fucking be Maybe somebody. we should, I, I got a couple of fucking growers I might just sponsor in this fucking thing. It's going to be uh, a pretty cheap entry, and you get to use your genetics. You say you got the best weed, put your weed where your mouth is and win this thing. World Series of Weed, growers are going to be pit head-to-head and they're going to move through a bracket style. They're going to be able to bring three to five cultivars. We're going to decide that. We'll get some input for some growers. Cultivar, first cultivator's classic. We're going to get everybody in this state growing some weed. If they want to. This is yeah, the that's time. fine. This is the, the first time cultivator's classic is a chance for first time growers. I think it's going to be, I think that's when I'm going to throw my hat in the ring. I haven't, I haven't grown a plant yet. Might as well get started now. Uh, I'm going to enjoy the first time Cultivators Classic, uh, and we're going to get an awesome judges together. March 1st, this is all going to start. You think you got the best weed? You think you grow the best weed? Well, we're not going to ask everybody to grow the nope. same genetics. Bring nope. your genetics. Bring your shit. Bring your A game. Bring, bring your, your newts. Bring it all. We're going to test the flavor. We're going to test percentages. We're going to test fucking everything. We're going to have trophies. There's going to be a massive fucking cash prize. We're going to have people that know weed taste this. Probably going to call up Max Montrose. Say, hey, Max, we need a judge, bud. Yeah, We need a judge, pal. (laughs) Bring a couple of your friends from the Trichrome Institute. We need a judge. He's going to come in here. We're going to get all of the – we're bringing Kush Coach. Uh, yeah. Kush Coach coming to town. Kush Coach and Ricky coming to town. Ricky might want to be oh, in Denison. It. Yep. We'll get all the guys from out of state. Kush Coach, Denison. Maybe John Hunt will join the show. Oh. We're going to get a bunch of people that know their weed. And they're going to come in and they're going to see who's got the best grass in all of Missouri. The Hoosier Sophisticate World Series of Weed, March 1st. You think you're the best? Fucking put your money where your mouth is and get a chance to win a sack of cash a sweet-ass trophy, and bragging rights over the whole state. St. Louis is going to go to best note. I'm sorry, everybody. Sorry about you. Am I sorry about you? I like it, bud. Am I sorry about you? Palo. You ready? Give me a couple chords and let me get settled in here, Jack. We just got to do the G. I'm going to lead us out with a little. So we like to end each show with a little song today. You might know this one.
I'm gonna buy